Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. I feel like humans in general try to box everything in black and white where mm-hmm. like I don't think there's anything in life that is black and white. It's always gray. Mm-hmm. And not saying that it's a bad thing. It's just like people are like, oh, you're in healthy, the healthy group. You must run every day. You must eat salads, which is the big stereotype, which I admit to. <laughs> and then or you fit into the box where you just eat McDonald's morning, noon and night. Living a healthy, balanced life is no small feat, especially when you're a mom. With meals to cook, laundry to load, work to do, and humans to raise, it can be easy to feel like we're in an on-again, off-again relationship with healthy living. But it doesn't have to feel this way. I believe living a healthy life has become way too complicated. What we need isn't a new plan or program telling us what to eat or how to live. We need simple, uncomplicated routines and information that's going to help us live our best, most beautiful life without rules and restrictions. Join me, Kristen Dofniak, holistic health coach, certified intuitive eating counselor, and mama of two for weekly conversations on what it means to live a healthy, balanced life, uncomplicate eating, and simplify in every area of mom life. Hey friends, welcome back to the Healthy Balanced Mama podcast. Chris here, and welcome to our season three finale. I can't believe that we've made it all the way to the end of season three. I'm going to be taking a little bit of a podcasting break over the next month to hang out with my family in the early summer months, but I wanted to do something a little bit different in today's podcast episode. I knew I wanted it to be some sort of a Q&A, and so I was kind of considering what type of Q&A I would do if I wanted to do kind of an ask me anything. And my sister and I had been talking about recording a podcast episode for a while, and we do plan on recording one just the two of us in the next season. But I thought it would be fun to bring on more than one guest. So this will be the first time I've had two guests on my podcast. So I brought my sister and her longtime boyfriend, who happens to be one of my oldest friends on. And we had just a really candid conversation. This is definitely a long episode, um, so you might want to listen to it in parts. I'm going to do some timestamps in the show notes if you want to jump ahead to some of the questions that we answered. But really, we just took the time to introduce ourselves, to share kind of how we know each other, and uh, we answered a bunch of questions from listeners. So everything from uh, trips 
we've taken together, dates and double dates that we've had together. We talked about our views on health and balance. We talked about health trends, which was really fun um, because my sister and Eric, neither of them are in the food world or the health world or the intuitive eating world. They share about what they both do for a living, um, and though both of them love food and they love to travel and they love to try new things, um, and I think both of them have a healthy relationship with food and with movement, and it was really interesting to hear both of their perspective on that as well, because I, I see both of them as having kind of an inherently healthy relationship with food and their body and exercise and all that, and that definitely kind of comes out in our conversation. Um, so we just had such a fun time chatting. We had a glass of wine and a cheese plate, and we just hung out. And uh, so I tried to do my best with the audio. Um, there's obviously going to be some ups and downs because there was three of us sitting in one room. I tried to cut out a lot of the laughing, but inevitably, when you get um, two of my good friends in a room with me, there's definitely some laughing. And uh, it was just a really fun time, and I'm just excited to invite you all into our conversation today. So I hope you enjoy our conversation, and uh, I can't wait to see you back for season four. Welcome, friends. Benvenuto. Willkommen, grüß Gott. I promise we will stick to English in this podcast episode, um, but today is a very special um, finale episode, unlike any sort of episode I have done in the past. Today, I have two guests on with me, and this is the first time I've ever had two guests on with me on the podcast. I am joined by my sister, Allie. Allison, what do you want to go by in this podcast? Either or, I also go by Hey You. Big you Al. were sissy growing up, so... Sissy. You're going to call me sissy for the first time in, like, 25 years? <laughs> I, I, I might jest. Okay. <laughs> and Eric, a.k.a. Ankunk. Um, <laughs> and uh, we are going to be sharing with you some answers to questions that were asked by listeners. So uh, we are in zero need of an icebreaker, but I, I do want to kind of start and just set the scene and kind of share with everyone exactly kind of what we're doing right now uh, and what, what the situation, what the setup looks like before we jump into questions, because I love it. So right now we are sitting in my mom slash my sister's office, which is actually where I often record podcast episodes. If my mom's watching the kiddos or they're at home with daddy and I am here, uh, I will be here recording episodes, uh, but Allie's never recorded an episode with me. Nope. And uh, we needed to be we needed to be level, so we are literally sitting at the coffee tables. <laughs> There's two. So we're on the floor. We've got some wine. We've got Dry Farm Wine. Thank yep. you to my awesome podcast sponsor, Dry Farm Wines. This is a delicious white, too. It's mm -hmm. so good. From Puglia, right? Puglia. Mm -hmm. And, uh, well, Eric's not drinking wine. He's a G&T kind of guy, so he's got a G&T. <laughs> and uh, yesterday, my sister gave me a heart attack when she texted me that Eric had gotten into an accident. But thankfully, he's okay, but he's here in a neck brace. So he's a trooper over here. Uh, he's a little bit injured, but his uh, vocal cords are fine. So we are sitting on the floor in the office. We've got ourselves a beverage. We've already gotten most of most of our giggles out, but we can't guarantee there will not be some laughs. So we'll do our best to... Uh, edit any of the laughter, but uh, we love hanging out together. So I am so excited to go ahead and jump in to this episode. So let's just go ahead and um, 
let's introduce ourselves. So they all know me, so there's no introduction needed, but if you guys wanna introduce yourself, just kind of share, you can share what you do, share anything that you find pertinent. You can share our relationship. I don't know, Al, I haven't known you for very long, so. I know, it's like we just met. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm Allie, I'm Chris's younger sister. I am 27, I'm a photographer, and I am a retail manager. That's pretty much it. I love to travel. And that's it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Eric. Uh, I'm a designer for um, packagings. Um, I play ice hockey, thus the injury. So I used to play hockey, so till further notice. And I also love to travel. Oh, yeah. And uh, he's my boyfriend. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> that's a thing. It's a, it's a, it's a thing. minor thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, you guys have been dating long enough that you're like, you know, basically you're just a thing. Like you're just a unit at this point. Um, So when I asked for questions for this podcast episode, I shared with my listeners that Eric and I have been friends for 15 years at this point, which is I think it's 15 because we met in 2005. It was 2005. So six, sorry, no, six. Was it 2006? Yeah, it was in the spring. So yeah, 15 years. Right. So it has been 15 years. So okay. we have been, Ooh. this is our Since when 15 are you good at math? year. I can do addition and subtraction. Just don't have me do long division. I'm awful. I'm awful at adding and subtracting years. Like, <laughs> not great at that. <laughs> so we've been friends for 15 years now, which is crazy. Um, and... You guys have been together for seven years now. Mm-hmm. Yep, because you got together right after Sage was born. Yep, two thousand March two thousand or April two thousand fourteen. So you guys, as far as my kids have been alive, have just been a thing. So you are Aunt right. Al, and Eric is Unkunk. Um, <laughs> but Eric's been a part of my life for a long time. He's one of my best friends from high school, and um, so I, I shared, you know, that we were going to be doing this podcast episode. I I had first kind of thrown it out there. I was going on a run one day, and I was like. I want a cool finale. I want a candid conversation. I want a Q&A type episode, which is one of my most popular. It is my most popular solo episode when I do a Q&A with somebody in my life. And uh, so I decided to invite my sister on and I was like, let's have Eric on too and kind of do a uh, ask me anything for my sister who has known me almost my whole life, minus five years. And, uh, you know, one of my best friends who's known me for for 15. So these are going to be questions that are directed to all of us. Some of them are just to me. I'm very interested in the responses. Um, So it's going to be a good conversation. I think we're going to have a lot of fun today. So uh, I think we're going to start with kind of the juiciest question. And uh, we'll start more personal. And uh, then we'll dive a little bit then we'll dive a little bit deeper um, into some of the other some of the other questions that we got asked. We've got a huge range of questions today. Um, so this one was directed towards me, but I will flip it to you guys after. So the first question was: Is it weird that your sister is dating one of your best friends? And as an aside, apparently I opened a can of worms um, because I posted. I don't know if you saw this, Eric. I think you you watch my stories sometimes, right? Yeah, yes. The prom photo. Oh my gosh! Yes. So I posted our prom photo, and I had somebody just DM me. It was it wasn't a question <laughs> in the question box, and they were like, "Did you guys date?" And I'm like, "No, that would be weird if my, good, my sister good question, stole my ex Like, I can see how that could be seen that way. <laughs> yeah. For us, it's like, oh, it's normal, and they're like, oh, right, that could kind of look weird. Yeah. No, Eric is always, you know, he's always just been a good friend, and so he went to prom with me. Otherwise, I probably would not have had a prom date, um, but we had a lot of fun that prom. And I definitely and wouldn't have done a prom date. 
Well, yeah, because you didn't go to the same school as <laughs> yeah. I did. So <laughs> Eric so is two years ahead of me, and he went to a different school. Um, so he definitely would not have been at that prom otherwise. And honestly, I... I would not, I couldn't imagine my prom being any different. Like, I was so glad that I went with a friend and we had so much fun. And, like, you know, I danced with you a bit. I danced with Danielle, who's um, one of my other best friends from high school, a bit. And we just, we had a ton of fun. We had fun after. Like, it was super casual. And, uh, you know, it was it was a good experience. But no, no, no dating. So it wasn't like my sister, like, swept in a few years later and was like, I'm going to steal your ex-boyfriend. But um, is it weird that my sister is dating one of my best friends? You know? Honestly, so I remember the moment I kind of like jokingly suggested that Allie um, and Eric kind of date. And I don't, I wouldn't say I set them up because it was definitely not something where I was like, you need to date her, you know, or whatever. But I remember just kind of having a sense, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but that you kind of maybe had a crush on him. Okay, well, let's... Let's start from the beginning, because I remember we had a sister date, and we went to this restaurant called the Duck and Bunny in Providence. Oh you gosh, came to yes. visit me at school, and we were sitting at this cute little countertop. There were, like, cupcakes and everything all around, so we were having lunch, and, and we're just sitting down, and I recently had been, like, broken up with within, like, six months or whatever, he and was, was having a tough time, and Chris was like, you know what? I could... Oh, why don't why don't you go out with Eric? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know if he feels that way about me or whatever. And you're like, well, we'll see, we'll see. And I'm like, okay. And then we were at a Dropkick Murphys concert, mm-hmm. and Which all we of a went sudden, every year, Chris had a couple beers, and she was like, I'm gonna text him. I'm gonna text him. I'm like, okay, you can if you want. <laughs> and he immediately or he texted back like maybe three to five minutes later. It was very quick. And but then you're a pretty the good rest texter. <laughs> I think you were like, I think I texted you. I was. This is the f- the first and only time I've ever like tried to set anyone up. Honestly. <laughs> Because I'm not good at it. Because I'm a terrible liar, so I'm really bad at being like, you know, I was trying to be discreet, and I think I was like, I was like, you should date my sister, and you're like, really? Do you think she'd be interested? Or like, something like that. And I was like, yeah, I think so. And you had no idea that I had like, already talked to her about it. Uh, But you guys went out. What was your first date? I don't think I remember. How did you guys... So we went to, he texted me and asked me if I wanted to go for burgers. So we went to this little place, Harry's in, oh, in Providence, yes. and we had burgers. We just walked, like, right from Gaby Commons, which is at Johnson Wales University in Providence, and we walked down to the restaurant, um, and it was really good. It was fun. He talked a lot about Australia and his mm. his seven months. Were you there for seven months? Seven months. And school. But, uh, but Yeah. And you're like, this guy likes to travel. Yep. Well, it's funny, though. I don't know if he wants me to mention this, but when uh, he came over, um, we were living in a different house. No, no, no. This was, like, well, right before starting college, and he came over, and we were, like, playing cards, and we were, like, flirting back and forth. I was just so mad as I was, like, the fifth (laughs) wheel, and I'm like, well, this sucks. Let's make the best of it, and I'll just be funny, and I... (laughs) Made everybody laugh. But, I'm like, oh, this is good. I mean, oh. since if we're being totally candid here, since the first moment, like you walked into our house, like I was like, oh, he's cute. Oh, 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 oh the first he's, time I walked in the house, and I almost you killed were the like bunny. Fourteen yes. years old, and I was like, oh, he's cute. He was cute. Oh, 
No, okay. but you're still very um, Excuse me. I am not allowed to say that you're cute because you are dating my sister and also married. I am married. Uh, so I am not allowed to say that you are cute. So I'm going to plead the fifth for whether or not you are cute in this moment. But, like, in high school, you know, you, yeah. In this moment, like, neck brace and all? I mean, the neck brace. It's just, it's, it's just, do, it's, it's very, doing it for you, Eric. It's, it's so sexy. I like the color. I mean, it's almost your color. Right? Almost, almost. It's almost teal. <laughs> oh my gosh yes um but a oh, little high school eric i i knew too i knew you had a crush on him but i also kind of thought that you had a crush on like every <laughs> one of my guy friends so that was no you were a little boy you were way more boy crazy than i was oh heck yeah yeah, yeah i liked a lot of boys in like middle school high school but yeah no he was the only one like a couple of your friends i was like oh he's cute but like not interested but him i was like oh Okay. I was like, he's cute. <laughs> he is so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> but he can't move. He can only whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> He can only make very slight movements, so we've just made him incredibly uncomfortable. And he's blushing, which is really hard. <laughs> oh my gosh, Eric, we love you so much. Uh, yes. <laughs> so so that is the story of Allie and Eric. Um, and so do we want to share how how we, oh no. You're not going to tell the starfish story. Uh-oh. You telling or am I telling? It? I think you should tell it. Okay, so Eric and I met uh, my junior year of high school and through a mutual friend. And so you were friends with her through hockey. And yeah. I was playing on the lacrosse team with her. And we were JV. And so we were waiting for a senior lacrosse game to finish. And honestly, I was mostly on the lacrosse team because I wanted to be a part of a team sport. I was not really a player. I was definitely not good. <laughs> and so we were just kind of hanging out waiting for our game to start. And uh, Eric can take it away with what happened from there. Well, I had a crush on her. So I'm like texting her, you know, not whatever. Not me, her, oh, my yeah. friend. Yeah, yes, the friend. <laughs> and uh, the girl I had a crush on was like, oh, yeah, my friend Kristen, she's sticking a starfish into my ear right now. I'm like, what? I'm like, this friend's got to be crazy. <laughs> Who does that? Okay, so um, we live in Rhode Island, which uh, is right by the... It, really, anywhere you go, it's right by the water, and... We are the ocean state. We so are the ocean state, that's true. <laughs> um, so I don't remember where the starfish came from, but starfishes are not something that are really common around here. And so we were yeah. by a beach, and we I don't remember we, where we were... We're at a lacrosse field, and there were, like, all of these, like, seashells and starfish and stuff. And so she was texting him frantically because she also had a crush on him. Um, but she had a boyfriend at the time. It was a it was a thing. <laughs> and so she's texting Weird. him frantically, and I'm trying to get her attention. And so I'm just, like, poking her with these seashells. Oh, and that's so, what it was. Yeah, so I, like, poked her. So she's texting you, and I'm like, who are you texting? So I poked her with the starfish. I never heard this side of the story. It makes sense now because at the time I'm like, who does that? Just be like... <laughs> And so she's like, hey. And so she texts you and she's like, my friend is poking me with a starfish, which seems very awkward when it comes out in text. So uh, that was our first introduction. Good. But, I, you know, we became fast friends after that, I think. You know, we just, you kind of became part of our friend group. And um, what's interesting is, you know, a lot of our friend group has kind of broken up over the years and... You know, they're all over the world at this point. It's, it's not just vicinity, but also we have stayed connected over the years. And, like, you've come to visit me when, you know, I was in Canada. And it, it's it been cool that we've been able to stay connected this many well, years. The, good th the thing that you really, I don't know if it's good at, because um, I have a few friends, like, videos like this and my friend Mike. If you don't talk for day, week, month, 
you can come back and it's like you didn't miss a beat. Where yeah. I've had friends you don't talk for like three days and they're like, WTF. And they like get all <laughs> pissy and you're like, I'm a weird person. I'm not very, I'm quiet. I'm not very talkative. Like, yeah. why are you mad at me? So I, that's one of your best attributes. Oh, thank you. I mean, I, I, I think I've had so many friends throughout the years and the ones who I've had like really good connections with it is the friends who it's like you can go. My friend Jen is I was just chatting with her. I was texting with her earlier today and we don't live anywhere close to each other anymore. Um, and we will talk on the phone for like three hours every like three or four months. And we haven't seen each other per- in person in a few years at this point, but we still have a really close relationship. And like you and I, you know, we don't see each other very. I mean, we see each other more now, yeah. just you know, through Allie and you know, just because you're around Same a little state. bit more. But yeah, <laughs> even when I was in Toronto, it's like we wouldn't talk for a few for you know even a few months, and then we would talk and we would have like a whole long conversation. Then we go a little while, and yeah, it's just kind of like picking up where you left off, and so. I really appreciate friendships like that, especially because I have moved quite a bit. And uh, so I've got a few special friends in my life like that. So, so, and you're one of them, Eric. So I'm really <laughs> glad that you're dating my sister. Even, even if you weren't, you, we would still be friends. Yeah. I'm for, I'm definitely, uh, definitely sure about that. But you know, it's interesting when it, when it comes to like being weird, I never thought it was weird Though I did set a boundary in the very beginning. Do you remember this? I told you guys both this. When you first started dating, I was like, I am so excited that you guys are dating, but if you guys, if this doesn't work out, and like we're seven years in, guys, so I mean, if it doesn't work out, I'm going to be shocked. (laughs) Also, why aren't you guys married? I'm just kidding. Um, So if if it doesn't work out... Uh, if looks could kill, he's in a neck brace, so he can't actually kill us at this point. Um, it would be a lot of arm flailing at this point. (laughs) Uh, so I, I definitely set a boundary right in the beginning and I was like, I love you and I love you. And like, you are one of my best friends and you are my sister. And even if it doesn't work out, I will not pick sides. This isn't happening. So like, if you guys decide that this doesn't work out, then I'm still going to be friends with you and I'm still going to be related to you. Oh yeah. So, uh, and so, and that's, that's sort of how it's been the whole time. And I've appreciated that. And thankfully I haven't had to um, actually work through feelings around that. Um, but it's actually been really fun because it's actually opened up more opportunities, I think, to hang out with both of you. Yeah, totally. Uh, because I think something we will probably talk about in the future in our sister episode is that, like, it's taken us a long time to develop the relationship we have now, like, as friends as well as sisters. Absolutely, and yeah. the fact that, like, you are also dating one of my friends means that we've been in closer proximity and like when we hang out it's more of like a friend type situation so um you know 25 minutes in we've gotten through question number one um so the second question is speaking of dating okay what are some of your favorite oh we didn't bring this up Okay, some of your favorite double date ideas and ones you've had in the past or sister dates too. Okay, so it's kind of two questions in one. So what we failed to mention was that uh, Eric is also my husband's oh. former roommate. So they knew each other. They lived together for, was it three years you guys lived together? Because you lived together in the dorm one year and then, was it? Yeah, three. Yeah. yeah, so they lived in the dorm one year together and they lived off campus for two years. Um, and so I met my husband like two years into that, right? <laughs> So it's two years into you guys living together. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. Yeah, it was two years into you guys living together. Um, so, so they know each other, but you guys were never, like, best friends or anything like that. You were just roommates. We both were looking for a roommate. We had a mutual acquaintance friend, and um, we both played goalie, and they're like, we both played on the floor hockey team, and they're like, oh, you should room together. And, and it was nice, because we're both do our own thing kind of people, and like, yeah. we don't need other people to be, like, hanging out so we could just coexist, and it was it was good. Yeah, you guys coexisted very, well. Yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> it's like we didn't have personalities that like butted up against each other. Like, yeah, you know, some people like you're both super easy going. Yeah, that's that's basically it. Easy going, they're both kind of like whatever. Messy but easy going. Yeah. Oh my gosh, so <laughs> many cans of chili. Oh, I, that was not me. Did <laughs> you say that you had like an obscene amount of pots and pans too? Like you ended no, up using a bedroom for is, some of them. My, yes, is, yes, yes, yes. This ended up being my my crush's great grandmother's house or something we rented, which is yes, the awkward. Same a, crush from well, the beginning. Yeah, which is an yeah. awkward thing on its own. But I got a good deal in the house, and it had an obscene amount of pots and pans. We literally took like dozens and just put them in one of the spare rooms on like the beds, and people would come and be like. What's this? We're like, we had no room. So we made room. <laughs> and we had to do this like both both times both falls when we moved in. We had to move out all the pots and pans. There was so many. Cause they would rent out the house in the summer, right? Um, yeah. Because we live in a vacation town. Or we grew up in a vacation town. Neither of us live there or none of us live there anymore, but it was a vacation yeah. town. So I think they would rent out the house in the summer, right? Yeah. Yeah, they they'd run it out to like people like vacationers and then kind of like airbnb before airbnb yeah when school season came around either you had nobody in it or you had college kids that's really your only two options and the previous year the pipes burst oh my gosh so they're like name your price and you can live there and just make sure the pipes don't burst (laughs) basically (laughs) you were good tenants Yeah, yeah for sure so, so you guys already knew each other. So when you started dating, um, Nick and I were already dating for several years and we were living in Toronto. Actually, we were married at that point, And so we were living in Toronto. Um, and so what's interesting, though, is that we have not actually had that many double dates just because of the nature of us, you know, living apart for so many years. And then also Nick's job. And him being gone so often. And yeah. we see each other like all at like the holidays. So it's right. yeah. not so that it's you like, don't need double dates, but it just like doesn't put the it's stress nice to on have, having. But yeah. It doesn't have the stress of having them where you're like, oh, we see each other anyway. So it's not like. Right. Yeah. And you know what? It's funny. When you talk about the holidays, one of my favorite things that we do together, <laughs> I think as like, you know, couples or whatever, is playing games. Like yes. we ha- we have so games. much fun playing board games and or, or games, you know, in general. And I know you love games, Nick loves games, and he's kind of gotten me into games, and, like, we didn't play a ton of games growing up. Not a lot. We did a lot of Go Fish. That was, like, the extent of our games. games. <laughs> and so, yeah. like, more adult-type games, everything from apples dirty to apples to Dirty Minds, what's we've that, had a lot of fun with. What's that new one that we played on Christmas a couple, well, two years ago now, but Other it's than that funny oh, one no, with no, the caricatures? No, no. It's, um... Oh, um, the cyanide and happiness one. Yeah. What is it called? Yeah. It's very inappropriate for anyone. But who's, it like, is hilarious. It. It's, and not you need to look it it's not a family friendly game. It's not a family friendly. Oh my gosh, my family friendly game. It's but it is very pure. It's purely adult. But it's very. I brought it to yes. my cousins, and one of my cousins' friends, within five minutes playing the game, was on her phone. I'm like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "I'm ordering this gaming set." Like, <laughs> it is so fun, and so that is one of my it's favorite so things fun. that we, we don't do together. Is <laughs> we've played Oregon Trail. Um, you know, any of you who did grow up in 
you know, the nineties and you know, the Oregon trail computer game. I know I played it as a, as a kid. I always got so mad at it. <laughs> well, cause you die. Yeah. You just, yeah. It's I, the same thing with the board game. I did nothing. Why did I die? Dysentery. Dysentery. Yep. <laughs> me, me and my sister used to play. And I remember I yeah. loved the hunting one. And you end up like, you have like 5,000 pounds too much meat. And you're like, I don't care. And you die anyway. We also did, or, uh, Amazon Trail. Oh, Amazon yeah. Trail. I didn't get into Amazon yeah, Trail no. as much. Yeah, but that's one I of those those, those games that just never ends, and it's like, oh, it just never ends because they want to suck you in. <laughs> to, yes. to date ourselves here, we played the Oregon Trail on the original box gateway computer. That is what we yes. played it yes. on. but I don't know about in you, the, In the late 90s. Word processor. Do you remember? Yes. We had a word processor floppy before disks. a computer. Yeah. We yes. had the floppy disk. Yeah, no, no. Were your, were your games <laughs> on the big B floppy floppy disk, not yeah. the... The C we had the little we, square ones. No, no. These were the big ones we had when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. I don't, know I don't you think so. You're, we, so, yeah, you're so Two so years older. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I, I think that that's one of my favorite things we do together. Um, so yeah. I'm going to let you guys answer now. So um, for favorite double date ideas or ones that we've had in the past? For me, I I mean, we went on a double date to a brewery, and I thought that was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of my favorites is, like, you can go, you can either bring, like, burgers with you, or um, sometimes some places will have food there. We went to this one place in Rhode Island that had really, really good, like, beer and pretzels, so we had those, and we had, like, appetizers. That's one of my favorites. And then Chris and I have been to like local wineries and we had like charcuterie boards and we're extra fancy so I love doing that too (laughs) for a sister date but for a couple's date I really like the brewery and like burgers Mm -hmm. yeah I'm the same brewery or restaurant I mean yeah good food's always great an excuse to go out to eat yep (laughs) yeah indulge (laughs) yeah especially now that you we can't go out you know so when when the restaurants open up fully yeah it'll be even more special but uh yeah the games one is one I, I, I really do like and miss games, you know, and it's always fun when you have more people, especially like when you're a kid, you like your parents do it because they have to. But when you get older and you're like, <laughs> they're trying to occupy when you have children. one sibling, yeah. yeah, games are fun. But even if your sibling's fun, just one on one is not always the most fun. So when you get more people, it just makes it more fun. And you guys are both laughing. It just makes it so much fun because the yeah. more you are, the more you're going to be laughing and having a great time. So I do like the games. I like you mention it. And, uh, I do like going on traveling, which I think would be a good future double date. Or is that really called a double yes. date? If you're like, it's just a, a week, a week, a week more yeah. with, with yeah. each other. <laughs> would we kill each other? TBD. Um, yeah, we'll we'll let you guys know. Well, remember when <laughs> you know? I think to- if anything. You and I would kill each other. Eric and, no, no, and uh, Nick would be fine. We're, we're going back <laughs> to question one. And like, oh, when you said, oh, did we date? No. Remember when we were both like, no, we couldn't date. We would kill each other. <laughs> we would so kill we, each but other. But we made the pact. We're like, if we're 80 years old and we're both like, <laughs> don't have a significant other, that we're just going to live together because of like financial reasons yes, and we'll have a great time. It's just going to be a thing. It'll be fun. I'll cook for you. We'll play games. That we'll get pissed like a, at each other. We'll show. talk for that three days. That sounds like a TV then... show. <laughs> we can make a TV show. Yeah, but I mean, thankfully, you found my sister. So, uh... <laughs> Do you know what um one of my favorite sister dates was, Al? 
Which one? Actually, I can think of two. Oh, I got another one, too. You, you go do? first, and okay. we'll say. I was going to say when we went and got tattoos together. Yes! Kensington Market! Yes! Yes! You visited me in yes. Toronto, and I knew you wanted to get a tattoo, and so I took my sister for her first tattoo, and we both got tattoos. We have matching the same tattoos. same one, yeah. Yep. And so that was that was really fun. And then also, we went to a Jays game. We yes. may oh, or may not have had some beverages We on had the way. some rum and, oh, rum and cokes too. on the tram. Is oh, that what wait. they call the there? Tramp. No, the streetcar. Streetcar. Did you just tra- say tramp? Tram. Tram. <laughs> On the tram. This is PG, man. Oh, this is the other one. No, I said we PG-13. Because we oh, went good. <laughs> to a Jays game. That was great. Yeah, yes, that was a couple of years later. Because that was after Sage. Because yep. we went in. Because she was there. Sage was there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I still have that photo. It's the first photo on my phone. Sage with those cheeks. Oh, oh my gosh, so cute. Yes. I love her squishy cheeks. And she's always loved you. I have a, this picture of <laughs> oh, you, yes. Eric, with her. And it was like, you were, you turned into Unk Unk in that moment. Like, you <laughs> were bouncing her on your legs and at the Jays game. And for any of you who don't know, because uh, the Toronto Blue Jays are not exactly the most popular baseball team, but they are a major league baseball team in Toronto. And uh, because they're not the most popular baseball team, I mean, in Toronto for sure, uh, you could get into games pretty cheap living in the city. They and have so good beer. they've spot. got, yeah, but they're so expensive. <laughs> You're but, under the sun. You'll you'll pay whatever for those. Right. Beers. <laughs> yeah. And so we had a we had a ton of fun. So we brought Sage to her first major league baseball game. Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh, We're gonna yes, have to put this one. with the episode because yes. he's holding her like bouncing. And I look her. a lot better than I do with my <laughs> with your neck, neck brace. On. <laughs> yes. Okay. And she has always been smitten with him. He has always been her uncle. It's it's so sweet. Both of the kids call him Unk Unk, but. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was that was so fun. So going to I like activities, right? So I really I love I definitely love um doing things together. So those definitely. are some of my favorites. Yeah. So uh, Eric, any sister days we've been on? <laughs> I think Best we have a uh, You know what? Let's let's go to the next question because I I really like this one because uh, Well, it, I just want to say like yeah. you go ice skating. <laughs> Oh gosh! My favorite oh, was when gosh. they when they redid the boards or something, and there was dust everywhere. And uh, Kristen's like, "Can I borrow your sweatshirt? I'm freezing." Because Kristen's always freezing. <laughs> and um, well, at the time she wasn't the best skater, but she That's ended up true. cleaning those boards of all the dust, and it was on my sweatshirt. <laughs> and I remember there's a picture of you because we, me and my crush, we were doing the handprints on her with all the dust. Oh, my God. Because she was cleaning all the dust off the boards. I can't. Oh, so those of you who uh, have not been around ice rinks or hockey before, um, I was leading up against the sides of the rink, uh, so I was covered in dust. I mean, your sweatshirts are so comfy, though. They are. And I stayed safe, so I I didn't end up with a neck brace. (laughs) Touche. Touche. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I love that. It's been a while since I've been skating. Yeah, Eric and I, uh, I'm, I'm using quotation marks. You can't see them. Air quotes. We played together no, on a I, hockey team. I was your coach. You were Air my coach. Again. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you taught me how to skate backwards. Do you remember the night that both Sarah and Alex came and like, can you go get convinced to get him on the ice? And I'm like, why me? <laughs> yelling in the locker room. Want to come out now? Oh, my gosh. But you did. I mean, you're very convincing. <laughs> He, he definitely can be. I made it. Depending on the situation. I still wasn't good. <laughs> but we had fun. We oh, had a yeah. lot of fun. Tons of fun. Yeah. I, I love hockey to this day. I just am not a very good hockey player as much as I wanted to be. 
Um, so the next question uh, is kind of related. It's it's instead of dates, we're talking about traveling, which we all we know that we all love traveling uh, individually. So one of the questions was favorite places you've traveled together or apart. So I've been talking a lot, so I'll let you guys take it away. So what do you guys think? So it could be together, like well, to do to do it fairly, you got to say both. You know, yeah, I got to be fair. Um. So. Well, Chris and I haven't been a lot of places yeah, away together. The only two places I can actually, or three places I can think of was Ireland when we were both really young. Mm-hmm. And then several trips to drag shows in New York City. Oh, and that requires its own. That <laughs> requires its own podcast <laughs> or just an episode. And um, a, let's see, and to Canada to come, for me to come visit Yeah, you. you came and visited a couple times. Yeah. yeah. But that was really fun, though, and that... The number one trip, I would say, is when we went to go get the tattoos. That was a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, that was such a good trip together. Because, so, for those of you who um, who don't know that I am, I'll be 32 this year. So, Allie and I are almost five years apart. So, growing up, we were always, we never went to the same school. Like, uh, you know, when I went off to college, she was obviously back at home. And when she went to college, I was already in Toronto. So, we didn't spend a lot of our younger years together. And so yeah. we haven't had as many opportunities to travel and we didn't like grow up right next to each other. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think because we were just in different stages. So it has been, it's taken a long time for us to really like have this friendship where we could go on trips and have a ton of fun. So we have, we have plans for trips in the future, but I think, yeah, those, those trips where you've come to, to Toronto where obviously I don't live there anymore. Uh, obvious for anyone who is a listener, but we don't live there anymore. We live back in Rhode Island. Uh, <laughs> but when you visited me, that was really fun. Yeah, definitely. But you know what? You know what trip I thought of when I when I saw this question? Which one? Do you remember when mom let us go to New York to see Legally Blonde on Broadway? Oh my god, I forgot about that. Okay, so... That was so much fun! Our mom is... <laughs> Very protective. We love our mom. She's downstairs watching my kids right now. Uh, and but, she's probably going to listen to this later. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure she will. <laughs> but she's protective, and I don't know what in the world, like, compelled her to say yes to this. So I'm 18, so I'm technically a legal adult, but Allie is, like, 13 years old. And Finish she, definition of an adult. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You went to 18. You're totally an adult. And I asked her if I could take Allie on a girls' trip, a day trip to New York City. So Rhode Island, where we are, is about three hours, and there's a train that goes straight to the city. And we had been on it several times, like Allie alluded to, when we had we went on family trips to New York. We didn't just go for the drag club. That's a whole other story. We loved Broadway. Um, I've always loved musical theater, and Allie's always loved. We've seen several Broadway shows, and so Legally Blonde. For oh my gosh, if you Allie's don't know Legally Blonde, drama. then. Yes, that's that's definitely true. (laughs) So if you don't know Legally Blonde, then you can just go ahead and shut this podcast off. Um, (laughs) But so Legally Blonde came on Broadway. And so I asked my mom if I could take her on a girl's trip and she let us. My dad dropped us off at the train in the morning. We went into New York City by ourselves. I I kept her alive. She's still here today. (laughs) I'm not sure why this happened because it seems really irresponsible knowing myself as an 18-year-old. But we went and we spent the day in New York and we had, um, oh my gosh, what was that? Like we had food at that like Chinese food place in in Times Square, right? What was it? It was so good. Mm, And I don't remember. We 
basically just hung out in Times Square and we yeah. went to the show and we came back in the evening. But yeah. it was just like fun to be away with my sister for the first time without our parents and you were yeah. so young and I still can't believe she let us and do you it. Didn't but I lose her. I, I Times did Square. Not. <laughs> well, honestly though, we went so many times when we were younger. Like every yeah, single it was so summer. Close. We would go on trips so often. Yeah, that we knew, we knew that well I think it's, we it's really went easy to get around though. Springtime maybe too. I yeah, I want to say it was. it was like it was probably around this time of year. It probably was yeah. because it was it was busy, but it wasn't probably when schools were out, so yeah. it wasn't like the summertime where oh, it would have been. It really, wasn't really crazy. Yeah, it wasn't chaotic. Or I was going to say, yeah, it was crazy. probably. I was in my first year of college, I think. So I it think was so. it was probably like one of my breaks. So yeah, it was probably spring break when I took her. March, like April, yeah, March. That April would make sense. Maybe March. Yeah, no, that's high school. For me, it would be all right. Yeah, this is bigger kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's so you guys. What is your let's let, let Eric talk or Allie Allie first and then Eric. What is your favorite place? I mean, you, you can let him talk first if you want. Well, maybe you should go first. Uh oh, um, I'm gonna get in trouble. No, I'm just no. kidding. Um, I don't know. I mean, Eric and I have been on a lot of trips. We've been to Europe several times. We went to Europe for a, almost a full month. Um, we did Italy, Austria, Germany, Hungary. An hour in Slovenia, um, but um, <laughs> really, that really, we really counts. had to add that in there. That really um, barely counts. <laughs> we went to the tower, um, but and then we went to two years ago now. Oh my gosh, it's been two years. We went to Greece with two of oh, wow. Eric's absolutely lovely cousins. I love them both. I'm really good friends with them now. Um, so I don't know which one. And we went on the cruise, like we were talking about. Um, for the bonus episode. It, it's always tough because... Uh, the pre-show. The pre-show, which will be the post-show. <laughs> it's always tough because it's like, well, what do you find, like, a great trip? I mean, they're all great in their own ways. Like, yeah. You have fun on all of them. Like, I mean, like, we had all that fun on Gre- uh, in Greece, but it's not quite the same as on the on the cruise, which is, in turn, not as uh, the same as when we went to Europe, just me and you. Yeah. So... They're all super different. So. Maybe you could do your favorite moment on each trip because I could think of mine, uh, one of mine, my favorite moments. Yeah, you could tell. It. I think it was. I think everybody can say like making people happy. Mm-hmm. My favorite was. Allie's always loved Romeo and Juliet. Oh, we gotta oh. tell us. So, <laughs> do you so want me to tell? No, it? no. Well, no. I'm just thinking like what order. <laughs> so I mean, it's like early in the trip. What's we were exactly a weekend. Damn, this memory over here. Well, it's pretty good with trips anyway. <laughs> Jeez, I, I couldn't tell you what day of the week it was. <laughs> it was the Tuesday. No, so we were driving from San meant, like, Marino. Now. I know what day of the week is it now. <laughs> like when you're a kid in the summer and your parents ask you what day of the week is, like, I don't know, it's summertime. <laughs> it doesn't matter. So we're a uh, continuous day. Yeah, yes. We left um, San Marino and we were driving up to Venice, which little Allie was so excited to go to. And I had this in the back of my mind. I'm like thinking, okay, if we make it to our hotel in time, I'll, I'll pitch this idea. But I'm not going to say anything because this was not in our itinerary because um, Verona is not quite on the way of our whole grand scheme of trip travel. So we made it to our hotel. I remember we literally like laid down in bed like, oh, we're tired. Not that you did any driving. <laughs> I couldn't. I wasn't so allowed to. I, so I was like, so... We can go into Venice now, have dinner, do whatever. And I said, or we could hop hop back in the car and drive, what was it, like half, two hours? It was like an hour and 45 minutes or something. So around there, yeah. To Verona. And we can 
In Fear go. of Verona, where we lay our scene. <laughs> yes. And of course, like, it seems like any trip of ours yep. has some sort of Let's do drama. it. No, like drama. Oh. Because come on. We've already we, talked okay. about Allie and her we drama. Do you want me to tell this portion? Yeah, you should probably do it. You're better okay. storytelling. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so what happened was, I don't know if you remember my reaction or what I said. I, I, so, oh, wait, hold on. All I remember was you were way too excited. Okay, so we get to our hotel in um, Venezia Mestre, which is like a metropolitan area outside of Venice. Just want to say, don't stay there if you have the option. If you can afford it, go into Venice. Very sketchy. <laughs> That'll be another episode. Um, <laughs> so... We're sitting in the hotel, and I'm like, okay, it's like five o'clock. Like, it's a little early for dinner. I don't know. And uh, he was like, well, we do have an option. And I kind of perked up. I was like, is he going to say Verona? Maybe he's going to say Verona. How far is Verona? And he goes, (laughs) well, we could go into Verona. And I was like, get in the car. That's all I said was, get in the car. Get your passport. Get in the car. And your money. So we get in the car. We drive there. We get to the... um, so, obviously, if any of you are watching, or watching, yeah, you're watching this, listening to this, um, Romeo and Juliet, Shakespeare, Verona, Fair Verona is where they live. So, and I'm a big poetry fan and Shakespeare. So, we ended up going to the Casa di Giulietta, and we get there, and the doors to the courtyard are closed. And of course, I'm like, you oh my god! Se- you should have seen Allie's face go I went from pale. sixty to zero. Like, I went pale, oh. and I was like, oh my gosh! Like this is the only time I can see this. And there was a girl who came out, and she said, "There was a show tonight." This part of it was in Italian, and I didn't get that part because I was just learning Italian at the time. And I was like, "There's a show tonight." She goes, "Yes, there's a show. It's Romeo and Juliet." And I was like. Is any of it in English? And she said, yeah, it's part Italian, part English. And I look at Eric and I was like, I will pay for you. I want to see this. This is like my <laughs> dream. So long story short, we end up going to the, the oh. show. It was Romeo and Juliet. We actually acted it out. So for any of you who have seen or read the the poetry of Romeo and Juliet, there's a dance in the beginning, and we actually danced in the courtyard with the actors who were in this, like, little play. With um, the statue of Julia and with, her little... Um, yeah, with the statue of Julieta, and right above us was, like, the iconic balcony. Mm-hmm. So we were able to do that, and then that, like, brought you all around Verona, too. Like, they, they acted out certain parts of the story in different parts of Verona. So we walked all around the city. <sighs> So, so cool. this was like a dream come true. So this was definitely one of the best yeah. ideas we've ever you, you had. Sorry, gla- that was kind of drawn out. But you also glazed cool. over the two times I had to run back to put money in the parking oh, meter. Yeah, he was having a heart attack because he thought our car was going to be towed, but we were fine. <laughs> but yeah, that was definitely. But we also did have a nice, life. nice evening afterwards, walking around the Colosseum, which is really picturesque <sighs> at late yeah. at night with all the lights. Oh yeah, and the maybe not so great. Uh, fast food we had at nine o'clock at night so it was um but it worked it was the original it's actually called the arena in in, um verona so it's like a smaller um smaller coliseum Coliseum, but they call it the arena i actually learned this recently that's too funny the coliseum's in rome yeah yeah so the in italian you mean the flavian amphitheater (laughs) and it sure (laughs) that is the actual name of the the Coliseum, the Coliseum just calling it, like, the arena. 
or in Italian, it's called the Colosseo. Yeah, it's it's like we just call Sorry it. Sorry if I'm butchering the, this. Anyone who speaks Italian. The Colosseum, <laughs> where its real name that the Romans at the time would have called it the Flavian Amphitheater. So for, Eric is the history buff. I was going to say for the I'm background around Eric. him going, I've been there, I've experienced it, it was incredible, and I don't, I don't remember that fact. So That's too funny, though. I didn't know that either. You didn't, you weren't listening to Roberto? Roberto. Yes, and what was her name, Diane? I don't remember, but they were fantastic. If you can go to Verona or Rome, please do it. You will not regret it. Just don't saying. go in the middle of August. Preferisco. Oh my God. No, oh it goodness. wasn't that hot. You're For exaggerating. You. <laughs> it was phenomenal. Uh, we we all get our own opinions on this podcast. <laughs> so uh, someone's always hot. Okay, yeah. so that like, gosh, I should have gone first because it would have been like, oh, that sounds like such a great trip. And now you guys are like talking about this incredible no, experience tell, in tell. Verona, and I'm like, Ugh. so do you remember like the one actual trip we've gone on together? New York. Yeah, New York. We had so much fun. That was so fun. You got a fun. helicopter tour. I got a helicopter. I didn't. We got a helicopter tour of Manhattan. You're the only we got one to see the Statue of Liberty. A tour. I know. Yeah, it you know, you just haven't you haven't hit that level yet. <laughs> You're just not there wow, yet. Wow, 7 years in, <laughs> went to shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So uh so when when was this? I was in college at this point, right? Wasn't it like 2010? No, no, I got married I in just 2010. Got, you, she got married. You were living in Toronto. No, I, had to, I thought it was before that. No, because you took the train from Toronto and you had to leave slightly <gasps> I did. early. Yes, I remember that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, because you had to leave early in the morning. That I mean, we left the yeah. same day, but it was like later. We got to hang around a little bit Right. Longer. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. And so, you were kidless. Oh, I didn't have any kids at that point. And um, you got married in 2010 <laughs> so it in the was... summer, and I was away, so 11 to 13. Yeah, at some area. point, yeah, because, yeah, Sage was born in 13. So I we took like a trip in, to... I was still in high school. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, I'm dating. Anyway. <laughs> I want to say it was 11 or 12. Yeah, you you guys were definitely not dating. And so um, we went on a trip to New York, and we got to see um, New York City again. And we got to go to a hockey game. We saw a Broadway show. We yeah. spent an obnoxious amount of money on a pedicab. Oh, I should say your parents spent an obnoxious yeah. amount of money on a pedicab. Well, my Very grandfather, grateful. who was uh, what, 90, 89 at yeah. the time, yep. World War II veteran, and uh, we decided maybe it's not the best idea to make him walk around New York City late at night. Like 30 blocks. Yeah, it was far. <laughs> so we so. took a pedicab. We did not really realize that pedicabs in New York are very different than pedicabs in Newport where you just like kind of say thank you and tip the driver uh it's not like that in New York no taxi would have been cheaper um it was the experience it was the experience it was a great experience we had a lot of fun and uh so and the end of the trip was this well it wasn't the end it was like the day before we left I think we were just there for a couple days but we went on this helicopter tour of Manhattan and we got to see the Statue of Liberty it was my first time ever on a helicopter and I, I don't love heights but it was it was amazing it was it was so fun and so that was my favorite. That was really the only trip we've gone on together. Yeah, a real actual trip. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, aside from that one time we drove to Cape Cod in the for middle no, of the night. For no reason at all. We were in high school. Or I was in high school. And so we decided to So just... I indulged you, you guys' <laughs> wish to drive to Cape, <laughs> I mean, we just, to Cape Cod. We'd never been no to Cape reason. Cod. And so we <laughs> drove to Cape Cod. We stayed overnight. It was a good so night room, too. Yeah, we did. It was great. Uh, and then we drove back. It was like the master suite. Ooh, la la. And they give her like. It was like in the middle of the winter, so nobody was there. And so <laughs> no, it was showed really up in the middle of the night. It was spring, I think. It was, a, it was warmer. 
Yeah, cold. that's true. Yeah, it wasn't freezing. So it must have been like March or April or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So many, so many adventures together. <laughs> but that was my favorite. Um, I mean, I like winging it on trips, but that was probably the extreme end of winging that was, it. We, we definitely <laughs> wong it. <laughs> Sounds like it. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so um, let's – we're already an hour in. So let's move on to uh, the next the next question. Do we need some, like, drink refills or, like, pee breaks or anything? I got to pee. Okay. All right. Let's pause for a sec, and then we'll we'll get into we'll get into the next question. Okay. All right. Are we ready to jump back in? We have peed. We have refilled our drinks. Uh, I have we, a very small bladder. I'm sorry. Uh, I, they have no idea. They've been they've been they here the know. whole time. They were they were not waiting for us. <laughs> uh, and we have a Good little point. snack in front of us. We've got some New Zealand sharp cheddar and some pita chips and Dalmatia fig spread. A little international dessert. Dessert. Snack. Snack. Chocolaterie bold. I can't do a French accent. Is that is that French? I, don't I mean, think it, it is French. Anything. What you did wasn't. <laughs> Ouch. It's fine. Okay. I'm used to it. Let's. Okay, so this is the perfect question to roll back into this. Uh oh. I think this might have been my favorite question of all of them. Okay. Uh oh. Favorite thing about each other. Ugh. I wrote some notes. <laughs> Tell us how you Did feel, you Eric. This one? No, I knew about it. <laughs> so, uh, who do you want to go first, Al? Or uh, I mean, I can kick it off. Well, whatever. I wrote so I wrote a couple notes, not a lot. You know, just jot them down. Oh, so you cheated? It's called preparation, mm-hmm. sir. Highly so for Chris, I said your passion and drive. You looked at mine, didn't you? And Eric, I said humor and dedication. Mm, oh, what what do you mean by dedication? You're very passionate, like Chris is, for what you want to do, and you're dedicated to like finishing a task. Like you really. Well, that's what I was going to say about you two, especially you with specifically your travel. You don't just like I like. I think there's something to be said about traveling, going, winging it. Yeah. Other trips more than others, <laughs> but Allie had none of that. She <laughs> she wanted to plan everything out, which I feel like if. It, that can be prob- troublesome in some situations, but yeah. she planned everything out and she was very good about being able to, to um, take it how it came. Like if something was closed, you know, she dealt with it, but she, I liked how she took the bull by the horns and studied everything, you know, because there's things like, even I've missed on my trips that are like, oh, I wish I knew that, which I feel like she missed less because yeah, she, she did, did more. Research. Yeah. So yeah. she does her research and I like that about her because um, I tend more to the fly by the seat of your pants, but you can have different kind of fun doing it that way. I think you yeah. guys are a good travel team in that way too. Cause you're like, let's go on these kind of random adventures or let's leave this space to just figure stuff out and to just discover something. And then she's like, but I got this itinerary. Yeah. But there's enough. But it's not so there. tight that it's like, you yeah, can't. Right, that you, that you can't. Flexible. Yeah. Like when we went to go visit his best friend, Lydia on the way to her, um, what was her her graduation? We were like, wait, on the way is this castle called? You can tell me if I'm butchered. of it, and we were like, why don't we stop for like a half mm-hmm. an hour and we go? And that was one of those like fly by the what is it? Fly by the seat of your pants. Yeah. Whatever that saying is, and we did it that way. So mm-hmm. it's I like to have like a backbone to the trip, mm-hmm. but then we kind of 
But you it's know, a loose backbone. Yeah, it's a loose one. So we can be like, oh, and it's like your backbone like, right yeah, now. Exactly. There's certain things that we want to do for sure, but then we got to add those little spices in there too and figure out like, I like how to make balance. it really it's a little breathing yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah, breathing yeah. room. That's what I mean. Yeah, definitely. Because my, da- my dad's the exact opposite. He wants everything to the T and like mm-hmm. we have no yeah. time to like relax or just sit by the pool, which... You kind of need that on a trip, you know, at some, oh, some 100%. level. So. I've had to learn that over time yeah. to like, yeah. loosen up and just let things happen. And I have yeah. to be so honest, I think so, way. yeah, because you used to be more uptight. And I remember, <laughs> I don't want it to be a roast like you said, but uh, <laughs> sometimes if things didn't go quite your plan, you'd kind of stop yeah, and be I, like, oh my God. And you or have, you'd get nervous about it. Yeah. Yeah. You'd, That's my you'd seem like you get yeah. nervous yeah, in a snowball sure. and get out, but you're. But you're just like Allie. You always have a great plan, and like me, I'm like you guys both wrote notes, and I didn't write <laughs> notes at all. I, I that's let it okay go. because we're all different in our personalities. Exactly. And I, this is like literally my job, so I and wrote I, notes I, because I like that it about you. To be organized, which <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not the most organized. I'm not the least organized, though. <laughs> this was actually the easiest question for me because I. So I'm thinking about these questions on a run again because it's where I do my best processing. In the shower and. Uh, <laughs> On a run and then after in the shower. Those That's my best processing. <laughs> so when favorite thing about each other came up, Eric, immediately, first thing that popped up is you are probably the most thoughtful person that I've ever met. You really, you really care about other people and you care about the people around you. You care about the people you care about a lot. And like, I just remember, you know, even... In our early days of being friends, I always talk about how, like, you're great at picking out jewelry because you are. Like, you think about, you know, what you like, but you think about what they like. And I, I joke that you have always bought me better jewelry than my husband. <laughs> it's not a joke. It's, it's the truth. Um, <laughs> and you you think about people. You care about people. And, um, you know, I remember you called me, like, maybe a, a month or so ago. Because your mom's kind of exploring a new diet that feels good for her. And you and your dad were like, okay, we're going to, or your dad specifically was like, we're going to like make her this fudge that she can eat that, you know, is going to feel good for her. And you called me about like certain ingredients and things like that. I'm like, that's so Eric. He's just like, I got to make sure that these things are right, that I've got the right ingredients because, because you care. And um, I don't think there are a lot of people in my life where I know that if I, I know that if I called you in the middle of the night and I was like, Eric, I need you, you'd be like, yeah, sure. Like, where? Like, just, like, tell me where. I'd be there. And you wouldn't really ask a ton of questions. You'd just be like, yeah, whatever. And, like, afterwards, you'd be like, what the heck was that? (laughs) But you would definitely be there. And so I think you are are both thoughtful in the way that you – you know, you think ahead and you you take care of people really well. And then you're also you also show up for people. So I think that that is that is what I think of you as. Um, and Allie, honestly, the the number one thing that popped into my head, you're like laughing. But no, I appreciate your honesty more than anything. Like when I want somebody. So true. I, but when everyone. I want somebody's opinion and I want a real And you're opinion, feeling really good about yourself and you can take it. <laughs> then you ask Allie. But, I mean, even if you just need to know, you ask Allie. Because she is honest, sometimes to a fault, but she is honest. And she will tell me what I might not want to hear, but what is the truth or what she knows to be the truth. And, like, I I really appreciate that. Yes. And I think it served you well in your life, too. Like, I think, you know, when, when there's something that you believe in and you want to stand up for it, you will. And you're not going to be like, you know, you're not going to hide behind your truth. And so I think that that's a, a really powerful trait. So thanks. She's the best personal stylist. 
Oh, oh, yeah, there's that too. I mean, but but I always joke every I time I like talk about my sister being a stylist. I'm like, you guys, she didn't style me. She did not. So like, I don't. I never want people to be like, oh gosh, she must be terrible. Because like, look at Chris. <laughs> uh, she, I, I, most of my videos, she gives me advice for, especially when she is photographing or videoing me. But if it's outside of that, she's got no part in it. Yep. You're with that. Okay. She, yeah, yeah, she's uh, pretty I'm a little bit nicer about it, though. I mean... Yeah, but it's funnier when we make him work. Think she is nicer about it? I don't know. Rude! <laughs> Depends how bad your first outfit you pick is. <laughs> really? It's funny, though. When you were... You're going to wear that Hawaiian shirt? <laughs> oh, hell no. No, only on a cruiser in Hawaii. That's all you... It's the only time you can wear it. <laughs> But going back to when you said, like, oh, dedication, I was kind of like, for Eric, and I feel like, for me, when you were talking about Eric and how he is, I immediately thought of, like, dedication to, like, his relationships, too. Yeah. And to, like, his family, like, you were talking about how he is, um, he wants to make sure that everyone's okay. Mm -hmm. And I, that's, I feel like that's kind of where I was going with that, too, is he's very dedicated to making sure that everyone's comfortable and, um... Yeah, it's just one of the, you know, a little, another anecdote, but yeah. I like that. I like this question a lot. So, uh, <laughs> Me too. Thank you to the, I didn't write down, it's, it's like, which listener sent it. kind of daunting when you first look it. at it, though. You're I, like, I oh, God, what are they going to when say? you just kind of, like, say the first thing that pops into your head, you know? And, uh, and so I really enjoyed that one. So, okay, I don't want to ask this one, you guys, because this one, like, really feels like a roast. <laughs> Well, if we keep it short and sweet. We're going to be honest. Okay. What is the thing that most annoys you about Chris? So what what most annoys Ooh, you about me? I got a list. Oh, Allie's going to list. I got a list. No, it's okay. I'll just say one. Okay. Ouch. I actually wrote a note on this one. I was like, because I was like, oh, you know, I love my sister. But I mean, we both have our traits that are like, eh. And one thing for both of us, I would say, is we talk a lot. And I love, I love, I love Sage and Ren, but they both, they inherited that trait for darn sure. (laughs) But I said, I wrote on my note, it says, when you get her on a subject that she really loves, she does not stop talking. For hours. Which is why why you got so... (laughs) Which is like, which is good and bad at the same time. That's why I have a podcast. Which is why you and Nick got along so well. Because me and Nick would be on the couch when we're roommates. And we wouldn't talk about anything. Like, no conversation at all. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So he just sees the listener. It's like a blessing and a curse at the same time. <laughs> it's worked out for me so far. It but... has, exactly. Oh my blessing, gosh, right? I love that. Oh yeah. I mean it's I can't I can't even deny it. It's very true. If you get me on a tangent, I will I will go off. Okay, Eric, your turn. The only, I, I mentioned it before and this was something when you were younger that was more a thing. Like if you had your plans and something went wrong or different, mm. you would mentally like shut down like i can't go any further mm-hmm. yeah. this part of the plan is like no 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 we're, yep. i'm more whatever we'll do this instead we'll just pick up with the plan later on and you kind of get stuck in a rut like yep. mentally yeah and you couldn't and you i've noticed you've been a lot better with that yeah or so that's how you've grown too yeah. you've kind of oh, like yeah. been able I mean, to compartmentalize thank you we all have our flaws and we do better <laughs> at therapy wait a minute <laughs> but you've been able to like Sit down and tell yourself, like, okay, everything's going to be fine. How can we rework this? Like, I yeah. mean, if you don't know, for example, like, I remember, like, if something went wrong with, like, at a restaurant, you'd at first you'd be like, oh, my God, what am I going to order next? And you kind of make it a thing. <laughs> yes. And then now you're like, oh, you don't have 
this on the south. Oh, give me a minute. I'll get this. And you're just much more. Yeah. Calm? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. It. Yes. Yeah. Calm, easygoing. And it is a testament to my growth in yes, so definitely. many different areas. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. And I can still, there. I, I can fully admit there Everybody are still has issues where I am still yes. uptight. Absolutely. And there's oh, yeah. still like, you know, I have got a plan and I have a hard time straying from it. But it's definitely an area I've grown in. So I appreciate that you like both told me what annoys you the most about me and then also recognize my growth. So you guys can all see why I love Eric. Everybody has their limits. Like I was trying to be so nice at the hospital. I thanked every nurse. But there were times where I was like, I just want to get out of here. I'm going to be really mean. And I'm like, no, I can't do that. You can't do that. Oh, my God. I can't. You know, honestly, I can't imagine you being like really mean. I, I've heard you. I've heard you. I've seen you angry. Everybody's seen everybody. You angry. don't want to see him or I angry. It's just not a pretty picture. Uh, no, I don't think. Well, I mean, that's true for everyone. Really? But like, I've seen Eric angry. But even Eric angry is still like it's like a calm anger. It's like I really want to kill you right now, but I won't <laughs> because <laughs> yes, that's very. True. I'll love you in the morning. <laughs> yes, oh I'll forgive gosh. you in about ten minutes. It's fine. I, I gotta say, my grand, my grandfather was really great with that. Like, it, oh yeah, me and Kelly, when my sister, when we were kids, we did something wrong. He was very good about being stern. You did something wrong, but he wouldn't punish you for like the entire day. Like, mm, yeah. yeah, he was very good about that. Like, go sit sit in another room and think about what you did. Yeah, but and it was very like yeah. equal to the to the the fault that you did. Yeah, kind of mm-hmm. yeah. Sorry, tangent. No, no, I, I love it. The tangents are, are what make these episodes so great. Yeah, the punishment was equal to the crime. Exactly. There you go. Yes. Yeah. 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 I feel like that's how it should be, if you ask me, but... Uh, yeah. Okay. Which I think is a, it's a, a real... Cool that's, I don't know that's about with kids, but it's got to be a very fine line, you know, yeah. to go one yeah. way or the other, and you got to really it's balance hard to, it. Yeah. It's hard to determine. To get it right. Yeah. Yep. Oh, man, well, maybe one day, maybe one day, day you guys will have kids, and we'll see how that plays out. <laughs> Sounds like you're holding a I told you so in the, your back pocket there. <laughs> oh, she wants oh, to later. It is. My back pocket is full over here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't hold grudges. Good thing your and, pockets are uh, big. I don't. Uh, I'm, I'm literally wearing leggings right now, so there are, <laughs> there there are no, literally oh, no, no back pockets. Oh, that, that's a good thing, then. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, so I found this question really interesting. Um, and so I'm going to throw it out there. And um, do you have any thoughts about me, as in Chris, being on social media more publicly? Is it weird? Now, for any of the listeners who don't know, Allie is the photographer, videographer behind most of what I do on social media. So she knows very much that like whatever she photographs, whatever she films, and don't worry, I pay her for it. She's she's incredible <laughs> and she does. Um but uh, so she knows that what a lot of what she's a part of is going to go on social media. So I'm really curious to hear, like, um, you know, I, I don't have 50,000 followers. The podcast is probably the biggest influence I have because we do have several thousand listeners. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I'm not the person with 200,000 followers on Instagram or a million thousand followers or anything like yeah. that. But I, I do share a lot of my life publicly. So uh, yeah, so totally. what do you guys think? Do you do you think it's weird? What I feel are, like now I'm used to it, but at first I was like, but I feel like I'm used to it now. But at first I was like, oh, like, this could be weird, but I feel like it ended up being obviously really good for you. So it's mm-hmm. I'm used to it now. So it's really not that weird anymore. But at first I was like, man, this is going to be weird. I'm going to be like, oh, my sister's a chef and she's also a podcaster and she's also on Instagram and she also has her own website. And I don't know. <laughs> it was just kind of like a 
weird feeling at first. But. Kind of like an adjustment. Exactly. That's the yeah, one to, I want. Because yeah. to me, I, I feel like it was almost the same. Yeah. It was like... I know when I lived in Toronto, I was a part of kind of a group of other bloggers who yep. we met up every so often. This is like far before COVID because I haven't lived there in about six years. Um, and we would meet up and they were just like regular people. But you almost see them as celebrities, even if they don't have huge followings, just because they are publicly on social media. Yeah. And that sort of put things into perspective for me, mm-hmm. um, being more publicly on social media, like, oh, we're all real humans. We just share this part of our lives. And we never share our, our full lives or our whole stories or whatever on social media. And I, I've shared a lot of different parts of my stories that um, I believe can help people, right? I obviously don't share everything, but the parts that I believe can help people, I, I share openly. Um, and so far, my family's been pretty receptive and okay about everything I've shared. I'm not like, you yeah. know, sharing your dirt on social media. Um, <laughs> but it, it's something I've had to get used to, too, being like, oh, yeah, people know about this. Like, people will send me a DM. I'll, I'll share something and I'll be like, mm-hmm. how do you know that? Oh, right. I shared it. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, oops, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. I shared that thing. So uh, I'm curious, Eric, what do you think? Because you are not, you're really not on social media very much at all. Yeah, I live under a rock, so. <laughs> and nobody <laughs> stopped me like, oh my God, your friends are Kristen? Yet. So, yet. Yep. I will find, I will tell you like, oh my God, somebody, when it eventually happens, oh my God, you're friends with Kristen. I'll let you know. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> well, now you're a Healthy Balance Mama podcast guest. Yes. So when we get to like, you know, the top 10 on <laughs> Apple, yeah. you're going to be up there. So the next question, uh, we're kind of dipping into the health sphere now. Yes. And I love this question. Um, are you, as in you guys, as health focused as Chris, I am? <laughs> if you would like to know what Eric just said, if I'm allowed to he say just this on mouthed. the he just mouthed, hell no. <laughs> um, for me, I wouldn't say I'm as health focused, but I'm trying to get there. It kind of goes in with um, what we'll be talking about next. So I don't want to go like totally into it, but just focusing on how to feel better and how to... Um, you know, through food and, you know, your mental state, how you can make yourself feel healthier, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to describe, but I would say I'm not as health, like, health focused as you are, but I'm, I'm trying to be, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Mm. I think it's an interesting question too, because, you know, this is something that you, I know you and I will talk about in the future when we kind of have our own episode, um, where we speak a little bit more specifically on like our our journey as sisters um yeah. and our health journey and things like that uh because we won't bore eric with that because he's he's been here for all that and he's like been there done that can you not <laughs> oh. talk about like how much your stomach hurts can we just not so <laughs> meanwhile but, eating all shit like, i don't feel fine i feel fine i feel great i feel good like i don't know what's wrong with you guys i don't know um so ali and i have had our own uh individual health journeys but ali's been with me and actually both of you have been with me through a lot of my own health journeys and and really um and I say journeys plural because you know I've had yeah, gut issues, been, I've had hormone issues, you know I've been pregnant several times, yeah, really, I've had an eating really disorder, I've had too. several eating disorders. Like it's it, there have been a lot of iterations of what healthy looks like to me, and yeah. so at this point, am I health focused? Yeah, but I mean I'm I'm not I'm health focused in a very different way than I was in the past, and yeah, it yeah, is yeah. I think like you're saying, Allie, about it's about feeling good and about yeah. showing up as the best version of myself, and so mm-hmm. I think you know you discovering that for yourself is really cool to see. Yeah. Um. So, what are your thoughts, Eric? <laughs> 
Well, I mean, you are definitely more than the average person, so it's kind of hard to compete unless you are really health-focused. Um, personally, I... What was the question? Is this like... Are you as health-focused oh, as I am? No. Yes, no. <laughs> I try to, like, eat better, not, you know, all candy and all that, which, I mean, it's not that hard, to be honest. <laughs> you do love your mini M&Ms, though. Oh, my God. Mini M&Ms are so convenient. They're your so weakness. Easy. I don't know why you like the mini, though. They're I small. like... Oh, they're the best. best. No, I like true. the regular size ones. No. Peanut. I'm a peanut, peanut. M&M girl. Yep. Yep. Peanut M&Ms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Any, Sorry, interrupted. But, but, like, I like... I'm, I don't want to say I'm health-focused, but I like to focus on, like, eating better and, like, with exercise. Mm-hmm. Especially when you get older, you really like you know, when you're a kid, you 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 exercise kind of like at least personally through sports because you love it. It's just natural, yeah. Yeah, and I I still love sports, but it's kind of more like you kind of need to be more mindful of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I picked up like biking since COVID because like I wasn't doing anything, and I'm like, I think I did mm-hmm. one week when COVID started of. Yeah, because you sitting, couldn't even play hockey. Yeah, you're sitting around, yeah. you're like, and I remember thinking, like, you got to do something. So I picked up biking, not anything serious. I'm not doing the Tour de France anytime soon. <laughs> but um, just getting out there and, be, like, trying to do something exercise-like every day. Yeah, yeah. just moving your body, yeah. Yeah, and I feel like that goes a long way. Like, when I was in the hospital, they were all like, oh, you're, you're healthy. I'm like, because, like, I think my um, heart rate was lower. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, a healthy individual. I'm like, I'm like if you say so. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. And it's like, it's, I mean, it's not that hard to be, like, partially, like, health healthy. You know, if you do eat not ridiculous and you exercise every day a little bit, it's, it's not hard to be baseline, is what I'm saying, you know, yeah. if that makes oh, yeah. sense. It's not that hard uh, to do the little, little tiny things, you yeah. know? But, you know, I think for a lot of people, we... We yeah, hype right it up as being yeah. we hype mm. it up as being way harder than it needs to be. Yeah. And like hearing from you, you know, someone who, you know, you you're not thinking about it to the point of like, oh my gosh, like am I doing everything perfectly? Mm. Am I so healthy? And then you go to the hospital and you know, having an injury from a sport, right? And they're like, Oh, you're really healthy. And you're like, I am? Yeah. Okay, cool. You're That's like, great. dang, because I must be just, doing good. You're doing the small things. You're doing those little things that add up that matter. And I think there are a lot of people who just think it's so daunting to even do the small things they don't and then you get to a place where you're like where did my health go uh, yeah and then because the if you make thing, no like, intention then it, it like you even know, if you like, you did, like your regimen it's not gonna be overnight where you'll see results yeah like the whole thing like oh I, I went on a diet a week later i still weigh more we'll say i weigh the same weigh more whatever and it's like it's so slow sometimes the process mm-hmm. that like it's yeah. very discouraging yeah just off the bat and like if you and yeah, that's why there's so many people with this, like, you know, on again, off again mentality where they're like, oh, I'm going to go on this plan. And I, like, feel so good for a week. And they're like, I saw nothing. So they go off of it. Yeah, and like then you, you see, see them constantly cycling and never actually feeling good or yeah. never actually making any progress. He, was, like, did some new cleanse-related thing. And he's like, I lost a pound in a week. He's like, you think you lose more? And I'm like, not really. Like, every diet's like, unless you're, like, eating granola every meal <laughs> you're not gonna see every, like that much results in one week i'm not gonna lose week. 20 pounds in a week like yeah unless you're on a deserted island eating like <laughs> you're not gonna see results like that no matter what you're doing yeah. if you do it you're probably not doing it a healthy way either yes yeah yeah expectations are for me, important for me i feel like it's just learning to be more balanced and thinking about like what is on my plate and how, like we were talking about before, like how it's going to make me feel like Eric's family has a joke with me that's, oh, all I eat is carbs and cheese. 
Like, yeah. yes, my favorite. Wait, Eric's family has a joke. Okay, with you? both families say carbon cheese. Carbon cheese. Okay, I love my pasta and I love my cheese, but I'm trying to be a little bit better. And we don't have to use that language around here, though. Like, it, there's no such thing as better. You're trying to add more balance to your life. Yeah, it's okay. Just it's be not more worse. Balanced. There's something wrong with carbs and cheese. Yeah, it's just like yeah, you want to well, add in some more balance. That's cool. It, We're isn't here it for with that. Everything Al. moderation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everything yeah. moderation. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, because I know, moderation. like, you always think, <laughs> at least, like, the uneducated. Yep. Feel like, oh, diets, that's like cutting out everything you love. Mm-hmm. At least that's what, you must get that from from the general population. Like, oh, that's oh, yeah. what diets is. It's like, well, it's moderation, but it's also hard for people who aren't in it, where I feel like you would be, you must be better at, like, telling how to moderate it. Because mm-hmm. my aunt was awful at it. She, Kelly, my sister, would go on diets. And it was, like, the first weekend. We're going to go out and have awful awfuls. <laughs> like, that's not how it works. <laughs> and, like, oh, we're celebrating the first week. You did it for five days. You don't need to go to have an awful awful. And it's, yeah, it's that, you know, on again, off again mentality. All right, we're going to pause for a sec because then we will be back. Uh, it's like a radio show because my computer is going to lose power. So we've got to do some shenanigans to make this work. Okay, so let's let's move on to the next question then. Uh, we had a, our little break because the computer almost died. Um, so then what would your what is your definition of healthy? That is the next question. And I loved this question. And this is definitely something that I have talked about here on the podcast before. And like, you know, we've talked about my different kind of iterations of my health journey. So for you guys, what would you how would you define healthy? And I'll kind of share my own definition. I feel like a lot of people need to realize too, which I've also had to tell myself this too, is, you know, being healthy is not only your physical state, it's also your mental state Mm -hmm. and making sure that you're okay with everything that's going on and who you are. Like coming from someone who has lots of anxiety and has had lots of anxiety in the past, you just have to find your way to feel grounded and mentally okay. Well, to start off, I feel like I'm stepping on your toes. I don't want to sound like that. There's no stepping on toes. I mean, when I was reading that question, I thought more of like the health because of your side, like the eating, dieting side. Not, I mean, mental health is very important, but kind of in my mind, they're kind of separate. I know they're not really separate, but I was thinking of them as separate. Yeah. And my definition of being healthy, I mean, like that whole thing, like healthy body size, I feel like if you eat in moderation like you don't eat you don't have to eat salads every meal i feel like you can mm-hmm. have moderation you can have i don't know if you want to call them cheat days cheat days or just like a dessert outrageous dessert every now and then we just don't label it around here yeah. yeah exactly. and i feel like as long as you you exercise which i think sports are great personally because you're exercising and you don't really know it yeah <laughs> yes. you know I, you're enjoying I, it you're yeah. enjoying Huge. it because i yeah. am not a runner i can i would never Me be a runner just mentally like i see people in high school when i was doing sports they'd like running and talking i'm like i can't run and talk you can barely <laughs> run and think so and like you see them chit chat i'm like I can't so i'm not i'll never be a runner which i like biking because it's more efficient and i don't know it's easier for me, and I feel like so. Back to the question, I feel like as long as you like eat within reason, mm-hmm. and I'm maybe in ex- exercise, and you know maybe you can play around with that. Maybe I'll eat a little healthier, eat one salad a day, 
<laughs> Sorry, not making fun of you. <laughs> or, I don't or, eat or, salads three well, not, meals not, a day. Not personally, <laughs> but I'm not trying to make fun of people dieting and everything. I'm, I'm just saying if you eat yeah, a little no healthier, no. eat a little healthier do. here and you do a little more, a little more sports or activity, I think that yeah. you can be healthy. Yeah. Like, come on, my doctor said, oh, you're so healthy. I'm like, really? <laughs> you're allowed to indulge, yeah, too. Yeah. Because yeah. I think that's like the stereotype. Oh, you're on a diet. Oh, you can't have no fun. You're paying to bring out to the restaurants. <laughs> and so. let's be real. That was me for a period of time. Like yeah. I was the hard person to bring out to restaurants because I was constantly on some sort of a diet or like I had specific needs. And it, we're not even talking about health issues. We're talking about me feeling like I needed to fit well, into like this sort of set of standards. Well, it was kind yeah. of a little off, ten- off topic, but similar. But when we went to Greece, my... One of my second cousins who we went with is uh, a, a vegan, which I mean, I feel like nowadays vegetarians quite easy, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to say easy. Easier than vegan. Right. Yeah. So I was a little nervous going to Greece with her. Like, I know Greek is very. Mediterranean. Not, yeah. Not very meat heavy, like Germany and Austria. <laughs> sure. No offense to anybody. I love their food. <laughs> um, but it's, it, I was a little worried. Like, well, how is she going to be? Is she going to be very like particular and yet she was the one who was like hey can i have those fries that are really close to that meat grease on your plate <laughs> and she was so lovely and yeah. easy and she's like oh i think that one had meat grease and i'm like and she's she like no, i'm good it, it, she's like i'm fine <laughs> i think it has to do with your relationship with food yeah. right yeah. like she has this preference and it feels good to her and her body yeah. and it aligns with what feels best for her but she doesn't take it to the extreme and i yeah. think that, that is a huge testament to her relationship with food and Absolutely. i think that we can all get to that place but it is about it's not so really strict, like, exactly you finding that healthy you didn't relationship know it was in there, with food. Like, yeah. yeah yeah oh that's such a good example too yeah Oh my gosh. I love your perspective, Eric, because, um, you know, you're, you're the man in the conversation here too. (laughs) And, uh, I think oftentimes, you know, as women, especially we in society, I think there's a lot more pressure on women to fit into a certain mold, either, you know, body size or a diet or things like that. And there is for men as well, to some extent, um, but it's a little bit different. And I think that we can learn a lot from just this idea of, you can do you can do some little things, right? And you can take care of your health and you can have a desire to be healthy without going to this extreme. And you know, yeah. my own there's example. A million, there's a million levels between me and you as well. And it's and yes. there's levels beyond you and it's like you don't have to do any do whatever level of health you want. Yeah, it's, whatever feels right to you. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. And it's those little changes that can eventually make a huge impact. Yeah. Absolutely. Little step by step, yeah. I know, and anything we're talking about today, you know, I, I love talking to you two because you've been a part of my life for so long and you can recognize those areas where, you know, where I have grown and we can recognize the areas where each one of us has grown. And um, when it comes to, you know, if I were to go to what my definition of healthy is, which I mean, I talk about all the time because that's a center point to what the podcast is about, but it's ultimately about feeling good. And that wasn't what my definition of healthy was for a long time. It was about looking a certain way or living up to a certain set of standards. And now it's like, it is very holistic, like Allie was talking about with, you know, it's very much it's physically feeling good, um, moving and feeling good while I'm moving, you know, not. 
and moving in a way that like that I enjoy, you know, like I, I loved playing hockey with you as terrible at hockey as I was. <laughs> I loved it. And I am a runner because I love it. Not because I think that I should run for any reason. I'm not a cyclist because I'm terrible at riding a bike. Um, but it's something I want to work on. That's one of my goals. But yeah, for me, health is it's physical. It's emotional. It's mental. It's relational. It's, you know, it's having good relationships and it's never going to be perfect. And I think that, you know, going back to the conversation about, you know, needing to needing things to be a specific way. That's something that I've had to learn a lot is, yeah, health is not about perfection. And I feel like a lot in like from my life experience, not that I'm a go to on everything. I feel like humans in general try to box everything in black and white where mm-hmm. like I don't think there's anything in life that is black and white. It's always gray. Mm-hmm. And not saying that it's a bad thing. It's just like people are like, oh, you're in healthy, the healthy group. You must run every day. You must eat salads, which is the big stereotype, which I admit to. <laughs> and then, or you fit into the box where you just eat McDonald's morning, noon, and night. I shouldn't have said that. It's branding. <laughs> oh, it's fine. It's okay. I, I'm pretty sure McDonald's is not coming after me. <laughs> so, but but my point is like, if we seem to like place it in black box or white box, and I don't think anything is. And like I said before, there's different levels between you are healthy, my healthy, and Allie's healthy, or anybody mm-hmm. else is healthy. And it can work for anybody and everybody. And I, I think it's a little, just the little bites, pun intended, can uh, <laughs> make a difference. And yes. I feel like I, I took an art class once. And I was so daunted because, I mean, I'm okay at art. But I was so daunted because, like, the assignment seemed so big. And, like, I remember one of them was, like, it was like a portfolio you had to have at the end. Like, three paintings or pieces of art that had to do with each other. And I felt like if you just took a step back and literally I would go for a walk and clear your mind and it just made everything so much easier and you just like tackle like i'm gonna tackle this a little bit Mm -hmm. and then you're like oh i did that i'll just i mean it kind of sounds cliche but you just no it's take little bites and i mean yeah i think the hard part and i think the hard part is applying that to other things yeah Mm. i could do i did it with art in that one instance but to apply that to health taking a little bite like someone like me i don't know what a little bite might look like yeah and I, I do think, like, you kind of got to take it small and slow because I think it's just too daunting to, like, I'm going to ride a bike every day and do this and eat this. And I think it's just – it's hard. It is. Yeah. And so you have to decide what that comfortable first bite is. Mm-hmm. But you've got to take the bite. Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> so you decide that. what it is. You take it. So and then easy to talk about that one. bite all day long. And then be like, I'm not going to bite that. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, it's interesting. So I was talking to uh, Nick, for those of you who don't know, he's my husband. I was talking to him last night about this desire to ride a bike. It's actually been a theme um, in the last couple of months where uh, he's a cyclist and, you know, Eric rides a bike and Allie, you don't really ride a bike. I did when no. I I was younger. I just don't have a bike anymore. Right. And so we did not grow up, you know, riding bikes all over the place or anything like that. Um, I had one experience when I was kind of like an early teenager where I ended up falling off a bike and getting hurt. And that sort of set me back in my desire to want to ride a bike anymore. And I'm like, you know, I would really love to be able to go and be this beautiful bike path here in Rhode Island. And um, Nick does it several times a week now. He rides 30 miles in, like, two hours, which is insane to me. 30. 30. 30 miles. Holy mackerel. That's not that I mean, good for Nick. It's a great thing. (laughs) But it's not, like... But that's quite that's quite a distance. It, I've done like it, it is, but it's it's not if you're a cyclist. I think it, like it's yeah, a I regular see. route. That I've feels done good like for him. when I yeah. when I'm not 
doing it every day. I've done like 45 minutes. I've done 15 to 20. And yeah. that's like not like going every day. And that is some serious, I almost said paddling, pedaling. And there. like Nick, Nick has a much better, I have a mountain bike that I take on roads, which is not the. Serious. He's got a road bike. Yeah, he's that, got a nice that, road you're not, bike. You're not yeah. uh, breaking any records like that. Yeah, no, he's, he's not, he's not doing the Tour de France either. He just enjoys it. And it's one of the ways that he, you know, keeps up his health and fitness you know he's a professional sailor and so we were talking about me wanting to bike but not really knowing where to start so where our apartment is it's a in my opinion a terrible place to start biking because in order to go on the route i would like to go on you have to go down a huge hill uh there also happens to be train tracks at the bottom of the hill up the hill I don't know though for me it feels more it feels more uncomfortable because i i tackle that hill running like several times a week, and there's That's no much problem worse than with that. Pick, yes. it, so the physical feat isn't my worry. It's more eating it at the end, like hitting the train tracks and you know falling off the bike, or and it's just that hesitation. And and he's like, you don't have to start there. You can start somewhere else, and eventually you'll get to the point where that's where you start. But like, you don't have to start there. And I had it all Metaphors. built up in my head, right? That's where I had to start because that is closest to my house. I'm like, but I could. What if I went in the other direction? Well, the other direction is the main road, which I also don't want to go on. But there's another <laughs> like a drive a little bit i could start somewhere else and it's yeah. about finding yeah in any in any area of our health or you know anything we want to try anything we want to do we can look at it a different way and yeah. we can be like okay we can we can start somewhere else i just want to throw in another cliche because <laughs> we're, 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 we're here for that's what we're here for but like <laughs> if something traumatic maybe not really traumatic but like small t small t small t <laughs> i feel like you got to get back on there as soon as possible i had an instance kayaking i almost drowned yeah. And I made it a point because not that I'm that cliche about everything, but I was like, I kind of need to get back in paddle. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I, I could totally get, see myself getting to the point where I wouldn't do it just because I was scared of it. So, yeah. Hop back on that kind Yeah. So yep. you just kind of. It's that exposure therapy. And it, yeah. I mean, just, Absolutely. Even if you just did it once, like the week after, I feel like it would, mm-hmm. you don't even have to like pick it up entirely again. Just get it out of the way that one time after. Yeah. And not wait 20 years because I've literally waited 20 years. <laughs> well, yeah. It, how about another cliche? It's never too late. <laughs> That's true. Never too I'm late sure to we do can, what you love. I'm sure we can find some training wheels and start at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I can at least I can at least ride without training wheels. <laughs> well, look, it's like riding a bike. <laughs> wow. He went so there. So they say. <laughs> Okay, so this was an interesting question, um, and this could probably be its own episode, and I'm actually, I've been asked this a few times, so I'm going to do a whole Q&A on routines in the next season, because we're at the end of the season right now, because I get asked this personally a lot, um, so I'll be really brief in mind, but somebody asked, what does your weekly routine look like? So it'd be interesting to kind of share, like, how our lives are different and what our weekly routine, I don't know if this is related to health, it literally said, what does your weekly routine look like? So Mm, Those vague questions are great. Oh, man. (laughs) Two hours later. So for me, anyway, it's not the same every single day because I work retail, so my schedule is always quite funky. It's either I work the morning or I work really pretty late at night, Um, but usually I get up quite early. I like my mental break in the morning where I can just get up, have coffee. Like some of the girls at my work will be like, oh my God, you get up three hours before you have to work. That's insane. I was like, because I need my mental break to have coffee. Coffee is life. (laughs) So I get up, I have coffee. I try to drink a lot of water. That's one of the things I'm working on. I have breakfast. I go to work for between seven to eight hours. I'll come home. 
watch a little TV and then I'll usually do either some Italian practice or I will um, or listen to like a podcast or do a little bit of reading. So I do that almost every day. Most of the time, though, I, I won't lie when I get home. I pretty much just want to plop myself in the in front of the couch or in front of the couch in front of the TV and, you know, watch for hours. But yeah. I was going to say, you left out the hour that you send me TikToks every night. Oh, that's directly <laughs> no, no, before you, I go to bed. It's you know, about what, a full hour of TikTok. You know what time bedtime is because you start getting me. Like, oh, Alex getting ready to go to bed. It's not in bed already. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's usually mine. But I try to stick, even though I work eight hours, I try to stick a little bit of my, you know, photography in there too as well. But yeah, when we when we shoot together, it's usually like a full day. We'll oh, take yeah. a full day usually once a month, and we'll either video or photo or both. Yeah, um, we got one coming up on Wednesday. Wednesday, I'm excited about. Uh, but yeah, I love how you kind of like fit it into the cracks. Something that you're passionate about. Um, yeah, you know, editing and things like that on the yeah. couch while you're watching the TV. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and even though you have this kind of like you know quote unquote nine to five, even though I know it, it doesn't look like a traditional nine to five job, you also fit in something that you're passionate about and something that you're growing on the side too. So. Especially Italian, too, because it's not an easy language to learn. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it, I mean, learning a language in general is never easy. It so back, many vocabulary. Back to, like, fun trips words you need to for learn. two seconds. That was really fun playing translator. Hard as ever, but that was fun. Yeah, oh, translating yeah. Yes. in Germany? No. no, no, on the cruise. On we met cruise. somebody from Switzerland. She thought it would be a good oh. idea to go on a cruise with by herself not knowing any English. Well, I mean, or maybe three words. New experience. Three or right? four yeah, the three words. words were, I speak Germanic. <laughs> yep. Well, because what happened was we were sitting in a little um, little theater, and she came up to me, and she sat down. Super, super sweet. And she starts talking to me in German. I was like, hold on a sec. I was like, one, one, <laughs> I got one minute. I just said one minute. I was like, Eric, she's speaking to me in German. I am not sure exactly what she's saying. <laughs> and then he started talking to her. And for like the next three days, they would just translate French and German back and forth. Oh, that's so cool. So it was really fun to watch though. Like it was, it, it it was, was really very fun, interesting. I mean, Those little, cultures colliding. Too. And I mean, yeah. the, uh, the best part is it was like no pressure. It's not like, oh, you yeah. did that wrong. So it's just like. Yeah. Yeah. You're just trying and you're not being to interpret on it for either. each other. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. But, um, mm. true. Sorry about that tangent. No, gosh, no. I'm the apologies. king of tangents. You know? I love this. <laughs> I, I know, and that's how we get into such good conversations. Yeah. We will start on one conversation and end up like in another on another continent. We're like, what were we talking about? I don't know. It doesn't matter anymore because we've had a great conversation every time. So. Every time. Yep. Every time. So <laughs> Allie and Eric have been together for seven years, and they're still on the same conversation. We've never stopped. We've never changed. It's just a long tangent. Seven years later. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh okay so eric what does your weekly routine look like well it's not very exciting but um i mean during the week it's kind of the the same you know get up in the morning have a little your breakfast. three-hour routine yeah i do not <laughs> do three meditation hours. i mean yoga. 30 minutes more likely <laughs> um put and, the same pants on yep <laughs> from the it day makes, before makes things, are, makes things easier I don't think they want me to go into that. We'll no, I mean, I must get it for my grandfather. Yes. <laughs> He's like, oh, there's no he does, stains He does on do it. laundry at some point. Yes. I'm just yes. going to clarify. But the Eric wallet. Is clean. He smells the nice. Wallet right from him. <laughs> the wallet and the change are still in the pants, so you might as well take them off, put them on the chair, and put the same ones on yeah. for work the next morning. I'm just going to get dirty at work anyway. they're still clean. Anyway, so I go to work. Mini roasted. You know. Yeah, yeah thanks. <laughs> and, and this is the you. end of their relationship. <laughs> Podcasts seem good on paper. 
<laughs> so anyway, I go to work, I come home, and uh, nights that I don't skate, I make a point, as long as the weather is cooperating, to go on a bike ride at least 30 minutes, they tell you, to 30 minutes exercise for your heart. Mm-hmm. So I try to do at least 30 minutes, depending on like how busy I am, if I've got other things to go. And um, actually, I take usually try to take like a 15-minute nap before going out, and I do this all before eating, because eating while exercising is not fun for anybody. <laughs> So I'll do my bike ride anywhere from 30 minutes minimum to like an hour or hour and 15 minutes if I can do it. Mm-hmm. On nights that I skate, usually I skip that because at least where I'm at right now, it's not really great to bike in. It's a lot. In the afternoon. like And going on to the weekends, I'm trying to get into this, but I've had like work cars malfunctioning you know life getting <laughs> in the way stuff. but what i want to try to get to do is you know get up in the morning whenever i want you know i want to sleep in try to go for a bike right before noon kind of thing and then if i skate at night that'll be fine maybe spike in the afternoon something like that that's what i'm trying to do yeah so mm-hmm. that's my routine how i try to keep it yeah I like that. I like how we incorporated, like, how we're taking care of ourselves in our routine. It's like a, a central theme to what we're talking about when we, you know, talking about balancing our health. And um, so my routine is different every day. Um, like, it depends on whether I'm homeschooling or who's watching the kiddos or, you know, if I've got work because I have everything from podcast episodes to group coaching to filming videos and photos and uh, recipe testing or recipe photography. Like my schedule changes every single day. And so the only real constant for me is my morning routine. And so I do also wake up. um, I wake up usually typically one and a half to two hours before the kids wake up. They're not siblings. Not at all. Her morning routines. (laughs) You know, and our mom is a morning person. And I think both of us learned that from her. And our dad, you know, he... I would, I don't know if he's necessarily a morning person, but he has been, he's been conditioned to be one because he's always woken up early for work. And so Mm -hmm. we've just always grown up kind of an early riser type family. And so my morning routine is constant. If I don't have my morning routine, I feel like I'm thrown off. So my typical morning routine without going into my full weekly routine, which I will in the future because it, it is different every single day. And some things are similar week to week. But I wake up in the morning and, you know, after just, you know, washing my face, brushing my teeth, I do that immediately. I always go and I have my lemon water, which I talk about all the time on the podcast because I love my lemon it's water good for first you. thing. It makes me feel good and I've been doing it for a decade. So why stop now? So I have my morning, my, uh, my lemon water in the morning and I drink 32 ounces in the morning, but I don't drink it all at once. Otherwise I would just spend the entire morning peeing. Um, so I drink about half of it in the morning <laughs> and uh, up until recently it's been coffee first thing, but I have been experimenting with a low caffeine recently and it's actually been feeling good for my anxiety. Eric is laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I like, like how you're like Chris without caffeine. Like, trying low no caffeine. No coffee. Like, what the hell are you? She skipped about? right over decaf. <laughs> Not even gonna try that stuff. Well, I tried. I did try decaf, but <laughs> <laughs> and once was enough. <laughs> I I'm I'm doing mud water right now, which I really enjoy. It's got it's, mud water. It's called mud water. Sage calls it dirt water. Mm, sounds Wait, amazing. Can we talk about this real quick? Have you seen the TikTok where people are talking about how you need to stay hydrated? And they say, yes, well, I drank coffee, but I had to put it through the yum yum machine first. <laughs> I had to put the water through the yum yum machine first. <laughs> that is was basically my perspective on coffee. I, and I love coffee. I love the flavor. I love everything about it. 
except we, we for the fact that we interrupted her it's... poor. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was a great routine until we I'm ruined sorry. it. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> hey, I, I started it. <laughs> We're here for it. It's fine. So uh, yeah, it's just it hasn't been great for my anxiety. And it's something I talked about in my hormone health episode. And so finding that happy medium between like having some coffee because I love it, and then you know not uh, starting my day off in a really anxious place has been yeah, really huge for me. Caffeine can do it to yeah. you, like so I'm the same fast. Way. Yeah. I am the yeah. same way. I'm like trying to drink that at least like almost like between eight and 16 ounces of water before I have coffee. It's so hard for me to do because right when I get up, I'm like coffee. I'm like, I I, I need coffee, but I'm like, no water first. Then you reward yourself with coffee. (laughs) (laughs) And I've been doing something similar with my water and then my mud water. And uh, recently, I think I've talked about this in the podcast, but I've started um, a journaling practice again. And I was always a huge journaler in high school and for a number of years. And I kind of got out of the practice of really just doing kind of free journaling. And so that's something that really helps to keep me grounded. I usually do a couple pages of journaling and uh, and then I, I usually do some reading as well in the morning. But the journaling and, and a gratitude practice is really huge for me. So it's like water, coffee, journaling or gratitude, or journaling and gratitude, sometimes reading. And then usually at that point, the kids are up um, and I get them breakfast and then I do my workout. And uh, there's no reason for doing my workout before breakfast other than just timing wise. And more often than not in the morning, if I'm not going on a long run when I can on the weekends, in the morning I work out for like 15 or 20 minutes. And it's just a really intense 15 or 20 minutes. It's strength or it's high intensity interval training. And I do like 15 to 20 minutes of a workout. And that feels really good just to kind of get it done in the morning. And then I have breakfast, which most of you know is a smoothie nine times out of 10. Or I would, you know, not even nine times out of 10, probably eight out of 10 because. About five days a week, I have a smoothie, and the other couple of days, I usually have something that's more brunchy, usually on the weekend. And the weekends, I tend to go on my long runs, too, because I I do like to have the time to be able to go on a run for, like, you know, an hour to two hours, um, which I really love, which for me is anywhere from, like, you know, six six to 15 miles, depending on what kind of place in my training I'm at. But that's kind of my, uh, that's my typical. I know Ali's looking at me like, you are crazy. But that is my oh, happy yeah, place. I felt good when I did like my body. 15 mm-hmm. miles on my bike. Yeah, I feel good. I oh, mean, I did 15 running. Like, I, that's not, that's not. Why okay. even bother? I mean, I don't know if you've talked to your podcast, or are they called podcasters? Peeps. Listeners. My listeners, yeah. Talk to your peeps about this, but when we went through like black belt training, oh, we oh, did yeah. so much running and that's like what turned me off to running so like running like those three and a half four miles was just torture so but i like to walk though walking a few miles is like yeah it's super easy but running for me but like when you play like lacrosse or soccer and you like this yeah when i played this was before trackers yeah and you find out like the average person right runs Five miles, and you're like, really? That was five miles? (laughs) My brain just goes, six miles? I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) And for me, six miles is like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I can do six miles. But like a 15-mile bike ride, I'm like, how? (laughs) How? I can't. I can't even. Which is so weird, because I'm like, six miles running? Like... I don't yeah. have the attention span for that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and that's where I get my best thoughts and, like, I process my thoughts. I listen to ebooks. I listen to podcasts. I love that time. Uh, but there are, like, I love to walk, too, and I will also listen to podcasts or audiobooks when I walk. But mm. walking for that long is different for me than running. Well, that's similar, yeah. like, me. I Driving, I love podcasts, audiobooks. I, I, I can, like, in, like think about it and, like... 
engage or not engage, but you know, like processing. Process it, yeah. yeah. I cannot do it exercising. I've tried it, and then I'll yeah. be like 15 minutes later. I'm like, I don't no idea what was going on the last 15 minutes. <laughs> My See, sister is the exact opposite. Yeah. She tried driving, and she's like, I didn't get any of it. And she can run and do Who's exercising. Who's the better driver? Well, I don't know. How about who <laughs> drives the fastest? Me. Well, on the way to Washington, D.C., yeah. that was a different story. She can drive fast. <laughs> okay. Yes. Let's not roast Kelly. She's yeah. not even in she the She can't even defend herself. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, we love you. We're sorry. Um, okay. So let's let's dip into the uh, last couple of questions. So this one is a really fun one. Um so the question was just worth it slash pass on it on trendy health food items or food trends. So you guys didn't even get these ahead of time. Yeah. Yep. So basically, I want you guys to tell me one worth it health food or health food or food trend and one pass. Like one thing that you're like, oh, totally worth it. And one thing you're like, totally pass. Okay. And then we're going to do a rate it. So I'm going to throw out an item and you're going to rate it. Are these two separate things or all? They're, all it's all in the same question. Okay. Yeah. And we're just going to rate it. Okay. And do we, do we want to do like a, I was going to say a one through 10 rating, but we could, we like could one say. one through five. Five is easier. Yeah. Okay. Five one through easier. five. We'll do a one yeah. through five. Okay. Clearly we are so organized here, everyone. <laughs> okay. So, uh, worth it, pass it on health food or food trends. Allie, worth it. Avocado toast. Okay. I agree. Pass. What's your Pass. Um, oh, I don't know. I haven't seen a ton. Like trendy food items? You're like, nope. Trendy food items? Oh, man. <laughs> Eric does not like avocados, in case anyone is wondering. He's a total pass it on that one. Yep. Um, I don't know. What would you say? I can't think of any at the moment. No, well, it's my turn. I can't tell oh, you. Crap. You can pass. Can I can I pass on passing it? You can pass on passing. All right, I'll pass on we, passing. We have it more opportunities. Can, can you think of a food trend or a health food item that you're worth it, Eric? That is worth doing. Yeah. No, drinking water. Oh oh oh! I'm, he's going I'm there. I'm setting yeah. the bar very low. <laughs> I should have went first or high. <laughs> That's a thing that I, I tell myself, and then you like at the end of the day, and you're like, I did not do that. Oh oh oh! Wait, passing it. I'm going back. Um. When you've tried those, like, little hot peppers. Have you seen this before, where people will try the different hot peppers and see how they react? Oh, yeah. Oh, for the fun it's of like it? It's like a food pass. trend, yeah. Yeah, pass. No. Pass, pass on pass I on like spicy, peppers. but I don't want to I don't really think death. that's in the healthy thing. I think that's just, <laughs> it's like... It's a food trend. Like, it is oh, a food yes, trend. Yes. Yeah. It's a food trend. That's, yeah. all, that's it what we're sense. on. <laughs> Do you have a pass at Eric? Things that I think are not worth it? Yeah, I actually He's, have one for you. He, oh, go for it. Coffee. You don't drink coffee. Yes, oh, coffee. yeah. I can't. Yeah, I can't. Ooh, do coffee. Worth it. Worth it. When don't we say were coffee. In, come on. <laughs> when we were in Greece, we had Fredo cappuccinos, which are like a frozen or not frozen. Oh. It's a it's an iced cappuccino. They were talking with, about the whole time, and I'm like, mm, okay, it, you gotta try it. We're gonna make it. We're gonna do a little video one day. We're gonna make a Fredo oh, cappuccino. We can do that. It is so. Good. Now, these all are trends, the right? trends, All of the coffee trends. Yes, I'll try it. I'm not big yes. on, like, trends, like, the bear trends, like, yeah. not food trends. So I'm definitely not <laughs> in on food trends. <laughs> I have I've experienced all the avocados <laughs> all over the place. I'm not a big avocado person. I think that would be a, a, a really... Understatement? 
yeah, an understatement for a passive item because I'm like, I, I, Can't a lot of people are going to be like, well, we liked him until now. <laughs> now he's dead to us. <laughs> okay, so we're going to do a, coffee. oh, I should probably share mine, right? Okay, I'll share yes. mine. So, uh, you know, gosh, mud water is probably my trendy item. What in the world is mud water? Okay, so not sponsored. Is it just chocolate? Anyone? No, it does have some cacao in it. So it is a oh. tea base. So it's like a chai tea base. It has some cacao in it. It has some medicinal mushrooms. So it's got lion's mane. It's got shaga. It's got cordyceps. Eric's laughing at me. Um, She's doing shrooms. Just kidding. <laughs> medicinal shrooms. I love them. And it really does give me the cordyceps, give me a little bit of energy. I feel a little focused oh, okay. on the lion's mane. It's tasty. It tastes very much like chai. It's got some turmeric in it, some sea yes. salt. Um, I would do that. It was. It's really tasty. I enjoy it. Um, if you like chai, it's not sweet, so you could add your own sweetener. I add some oat milk creamer to it, and it's it's good. So it's definitely a trendy type thing. It's got all of the trends like all wrapped up in one. But it does make oh. me feel good in the morning, and it's only got 17 grams of caffeine. So that's not milligrams, not grams, milligrams of caffeine. So. so not as much as a cup of coffee, right? No, a cup of coffee is it's like like 40 or something. No, that's an that's an espresso. An espresso is oh. 60. A cup of coffee is about oh. one. About 120, I believe. For what? Milligrams? Yes. Of what? Holy. Okay. I didn't know that. Coffee. Oh, caffeine? Yeah. Maybe I should just have an espresso in the morning. So. I do have a pass it on trend, but it was an older trend. What's that? Splenda. Oh, my oh. gosh. Yeah, that was a thing for me for a while. I pass on it now, but I Splenda, did not pass. what was it? Cupcakes? Cup- cake, blueberry muffins. Juice. Oh, my gosh. We tried to make... We call them cuffins. Because yep. they were like... We tried to make them cupcakes, but they were more like muffins. Yeah. We tried Why would to you make, call them cuffins? Because they were like half cupcake, together, half muffins. Like oh, my gosh. Yep. Mm-hmm. We tried to make them a Splenda because I was trying to be quote-unquote healthy. Oh, my gosh. Was I remember. It was, it was, it was, it was like the first... Terrible One idea. of the first iterations of Kristen's health... Health journey, yeah. Health journey, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yuck. Okay, so let's let's do a rating one through five. I'm gonna shout it out. Oh, good. Okay, and this is what okay. I thought we were gonna do. Yes. And you're gonna Rabbit do. Five. I'm gonna I'm gonna name something, and you're gonna shout it out. I and can't. And five wait is for good. This. Who's you're going gonna, first? You wait, are. five is the good end, and one's the. So we're gonna. You're gonna give us the item, and then we're gonna rate it. Yep. Okay. Okay. So first item, celery juice. What is that? Uh, okay, five. You mean water that comes on the celery? Honestly, it... I do not like celery, so I'm gonna give it a, a nice two. You've I'm tried? Gonna... Have you tried it? I think so. I don't like celery. It makes me. Yeah, gag. I know you've tra- tried it in juice, but <laughs> okay. in like juice celery. It's fine. It tastes like water. It's disgusting. It's so, like... what about celery juice? I've never had celery juice. Okay, is it made out of celeries? <laughs> It's literally celery, it's, it's very but trendy. Juiced. It's supposed to be hormone balancing, hydrating. I've never had it, but it doesn't sound bad. It, I would try it. I would try it. Sounds okay. a little stringy, but so I think this is a YouTube video. It's, it's us all trying the different health. Oh trends. man! Oh gosh! Okay, uh, avocado toast. Hell yeah! A six out of five. Are we doing positive numbers? Yeah. So out of five, one, zero one. <laughs> he hates avocado. Okay, on five out of five. Uh, acai bowls. I would give it a four. Okay. I'm. I think I've have had one, but it was a really long time ago. I feel like I need to really find one that I like. Mm, we can do. A I think I'd rather drink a smoothie, honestly. Okay, then then it's eat a it. texture I, thing. Yep. Yeah, I enjoy. I enjoy the bowl. Yeah. So, what about you, Eric? Have you have you tried? I've not. Bowl? I think I've had acai. It's fun to say. It's probably one of my acai. favorite things to say. <laughs> so you would probably try it though. Maybe would it's try. And- I mean, I'll no try opinion. a lot of things. Yeah, but you'd probably, yeah. I do want to ask at the end, if possible, what's the craziest thing you've eaten? 
Oh, we can do that. Oh, we We've eaten that. some crazy things together. Okay, um, kombucha. Another fun one to say. Um, it depends on the brand. I have a specific brand that I like. I'll give it a f- a three and a half. Oh, okay. People are going to ask, why are you friends with Eric? Because Eric's like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> I mean, I've heard of it. And Ferment. What is it? It's fermented, fermented juice. Fermented tea. Fermented tea, yes. Okay. My sisters have it. I've, I'm not a tea person either. Yeah. I'll, if I had to drink tea or coffee, I would do tea, but I'm not a big tea person. You like fruity teas. You'll do a fruit tea, but not often. I would like kombucha. Okay. I don't... Eric I, tries the food trends. Oh, that's, Ooh, that's a good one. I mean, I'm not going to say it doesn't sound like a good episode, but it sounds like a lot of pressure on me. It's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah. You should try it, though. It's very good for you. But anywho, go on. Uh, matcha. Freaking hate it. Zero, <laughs> zero, 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 zero. I didn't you know, the more zeros you add doesn't make change the number. I can't, Well, just saying. I'm a four out of five for kombucha. Really? I am a... Th- no, three and a half. Three and a half out of five for matcha because I enjoy it's it, but I wish I enjoyed it more. Like, I wish I liked it more than I did. <laughs> I have never... Well, I've had it with you before, but I never really had it in, like, that, like, raw form. Like, I've had it yeah. through Starbucks or something. Sorry. I still like coffee better. The I'd rather drink coffee. Only way I know matcha or tea. is from the British baking show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then... Other than we that, it was Allie been like, ah, I don't like that. I'm like, I didn't know what it was until now. <laughs> okay, uh, bone broth. Uh, four and a half. Is I it- really like bone broth. It's it's really tasty. I don't think you've ever technically no. Isn't had that it? just the traditional way to make soups? Yeah, yeah. the broth. The old way. But it's yeah. really tasty. So I maybe had it, not known it. Oh yeah, you may sure. have, in yeah. which case it's probably a five out of five because <laughs> like because I didn't because I like soup. <laughs> Uh, golden milk. Is this the one with turmeric? Yeah, turmeric, ginger. I would, I've never tried <laughs> Eric. it. Eric's dying. If, if this podcast is about confusing Eric, you did a great job. So, go, I would definitely, I actually want to try this. I've never oh, had it, but really? I, I oh would my gosh. probably. Chocolate looks great. I would probably like it because I love turmeric. Okay, so Eric is like. <laughs> I don't know what that it's is. It's an, yeah. Okay, I'm so, representing all the people on your podcast. So like, I don't know what these things are, if there are any. <laughs> there are, I'm sure. So the TikTok feta pasta. So basically, I I oh. looked up health food and food trends, and this is what popped up. So you can't have the TikTok feta no, pasta. Eh? No, yeah. I can't eat it. <laughs> so Ali's allergic to tomatoes, so we have we cannot try the TikTok feta pasta. I, I haven't actually to. tried it either. I wish. And we need to make a different version. Can we do it with like roasted red peppers? I bet we could. Roasted we peppers this. and feta are delicious. I together. know. I love. Them. Okay. Um. Plant based. Plant based meats. I would try it. I've never had it. Have you done like Impossible Burger I was just or Beyond? Say that. I, I feel, feel like the way. only. Have you tried it? No, I haven't made it around there. Would okay. you try it? Yeah. We, we should, should do, do it. Do a taste test. Yeah. I would definitely try it. I've heard really, really. I've had good an Impossible things. Burger. Mission Burger in Newport yeah. has a great Impossible oh, Burger. Oh, okay. And I really See, enjoyed it. I was curious. I wanted to try it. I mean, it's obviously different than the beef burger, but for yeah. a plant-based meat, I thought it was really tasty. I think they they use either a mushroom extract or something like that for the umami flavor, so it tastes really savory. Tastes like it meaty. definitely tastes meaty. Yeah. Uh, which is way different than when I was a vegetarian and yeah. I would eat like plant-based meats and it would it would not taste like Yuck. meat or plants. It was it was a whole other whole Personally, other I like, fake almost. Yes. Personally yeah. I like trying new foods or I don't mind it. 
But the problem is, like, if I'm on vacation and you're like, either you want your comfort or you've been out in the sun all day and you're like, I just want my chicken parm <laughs> or your pizza or whatever. And you're like, and then you're like weighing it, like, do I try something new? Like, if I hate it, like, what do I do? So I, experience I, is ruined. Yeah, that's that's the the, the the trap I fall into, and then you end yep. up too often going with your comfort. Well, I don't yeah. want to say comfort food, but you know, what, thing you're used to. What we have done before, though, even here too, we'll be like, okay, I want to try this. I want to try this. Well, let's both get the separate ones, and then we can try each other's. You know, we've done that. But I especially if they're not that, too, yeah. yeah. Especially if they're not too. I don't want to say crazy, but like yeah. outside your comfort zone. Definitely, mm-hmm. yeah. I really wanted to try that TikTok pasta though, but. Bummer. We we can we can we can we'll make modify it. it. We'll, we'll modify make it our own. Yeah. Um, cauliflower, everything. Um, I've tried it before, and I don't mind it, but I don't love it. Like, there's this like one little frozen um, mix from Trader Joe's, and it has like peppers and peas, and like it's like a cauliflower rice. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I don't, I've tried that before. I don't mind that, but it just it obviously doesn't taste is like rice to me. Cauliflower, but... every like so like you know they make cauliflower pizza, cauliflower rice, I've had cauliflower. My sister really yucky. likes the cauliflower um, substitute for wings. Oh, like cauliflower buffalo wings? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm not, that's a, big, good. I'm not a big buffalo person, and it is really good. I mean. You can't tell me it's to replace it because it's obviously different. It's not but a it, chicken Well, it's yeah. deep fried. Right, but it. It, tastes, it does taste really good for being a meditarian. Coming, <laughs> no, coming from what it is, it is really, really good. Yeah, yeah, they are really good. I agree. Mm-hmm. I like cauliflower gnocchi. I love the Trader Joe's Ooh, cauliflower gnocchi. I mean, that Wait would be, a minute. And cauliflower pizza. Yes. I was going to say. Okay, the cauliflower gnocchi, I need to try. You, uh, I've never tried you it. Have you lived under a rock? No, maybe a cauliflower rock. No, because then you would have tried it. Oh. I was going to say, though, like, if you got wings and cauliflower, then you get your, your meats and your veggies. Oh, oh snap. Hashtag balance. How, <laughs> many, how has nobody done that before? <laughs> I love it. Okay, how about on charcoal? <laughs> okay, I use a charcoal mask, and yep. I love it. Mm-hmm. It What's that nasty I used word? It excretes art. from my pores, and it just makes me look really great. I don't know. It feels good when you use it. They're yeah, great I for like art, it. you know, charcoal pencils. That as well. Okay, there we it's go. very that good for art favorite. as well. One of my favorite, yeah. Ingesting charcoal? Ingesting? Um, never. Isn't there charcoal except water? Except for using it yep, in charcoal water. They have, like, charcoal smoothies. Yeah. I don't know if I'd drink it. I feel like it wouldn't taste we very lost good. The, we lost the rating a long time oh, ago, Oh, I'm so we? sorry. Well, we'll give it a two. Okay. Oh my god, you're but right. But for masks, so masks though, I give it a five. But for ingesting, mm, two. Okay, all right. I, I can, I'm here. For I've that. heard they use it a lot to change color and like when you're trying to do like. We're going into art here. No, 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 no. I mean, like when they do like the British baking stuff, like along those lines. Well, yeah, they to use make it charcoal black. Yeah. to make it black. Mm-hmm. If you're not using I, like, Yeah, they squid did it with ink, dough. Yeah. Oh, dough, yeah. yeah they okay. did charcoal or squid ink, which. I'm all for it. It's healthy and it's not that overpowering. At least I've never had it that overpowering. Well, charcoal is interesting because it it literally detoxifies and it can be it can wreak havoc on the gut. So like when I've had items with charcoal in them, it hasn't felt that great. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in it. Oh. Like I don't want to say it. Like charcoal is used to there's detox from it, yeah. substances. So you mean cut? You mean like in like, a ho- in hospitals like drugs? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, so, use them in filters. Like literally, if you right? have a fish yep. tank when you're a kid, that's all charcoal. Charcoal, in there. yeah. And so with water, the- I have a charcoal filter for my water bottle. Now, yeah. So it's it's interesting that's turned into a. Health I have. Field. Yeah, too, it is. Because the I have 
a water bottle that has like a charcoal filter yep. in it. But could that be something you could use for? So yeah, five out like, of five, very useful. <laughs> for like, but if it if it works for you. <laughs> I'm thinking more practical. Sorry, guys. Yeah, pragmatically. Okay. Yes. Um, zoodles. Noodles? Zoodles. Um, I would say... Noodles with a Z. I'd say like three and a half or four. Okay. I do like it with a sauce. With a sauce. Or a whole lot of butter. <laughs> I, like I, I agree. It has to have a good sauce. Butter I would just like everything. eat a pile of Amen. zucchini noodles. <laughs> have you done zucchini noodles? Zoodles? Ooh. I don't I know. If, I feel like I've it. served them to you like in a combination. No, I think Kelly did it once. We did yeah. it with meatballs. No, we yeah. did it with my mom once. I think. Really? No, or there's a squash that's zucchini. No, like a summer squash. Spaghetti squash. We did yeah, that. Yeah, that's good. And that's I not love what we're talking about. Oh, that's not even on the list. That's not what we're talking about, is it? No, it's not. <laughs> spaghetti so squash. Our zucchini, zucchini noodles. I did do. I don't know if Ali told you. We went to Job Lot. Okay. Couldn't find amazing things Ocean there. Ocean State only. Only Rhode Islanders yep. know what we're talking yep. about. So there's like... We went to Job the, Lot. The most random items you can imagine, you know. And it all smells the same. It's like yep. a Benny's. So Allie doesn't like peas, and it's a bit of a joke in, Hate it. in my parents Hate and it. my sisters and our family. Zero, zero, zero for peas. We went there. And they're they, not a, They're they, not trending. They they're, had, there's nobody is like, peas are awesome. They had spaghetti <laughs> made out of peas. Oh. They made me try And we it. bought it and made her try it, and she liked it. Oh, it, well, I mean, I like was, chickpea pasta. Chickpea is great. Peas. Yeah. Lentils, too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the weirdest thing, they were green, which is a little getting used to. It looked like yeah. spinach well, pasta. Well, so were zoodles. Yeah. They weren't. Oh, it wasn't okay. bad, though. It was quite sweet, but it just tasted like regular pasta. So I'll so give like, zoodles, even though I've never had it, a three out of five. I'm sure it'd be good. Especially with, like... Well, we gotta try with, it now. Especially with yep. butter or, like, a sauce, you know, that can... Hmm. I mean, it can cover a lot of mistakes, too, so... <laughs> butter fixes everything. It fixes everything. Uh, quinoa. Love it. Five out of five. Eric has recently well, 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 tried well, quinoa. Yes, I would like to start at the beginning. It is, you, especially back when we were kids, more out there. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, it's like a modern rice. It's almost. kind of it's kind of weird because it's like it's um, pseudo grain. It's there you it's go. like it wasn't in our diet as kids, so it's yeah, so it's new. newer. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people that aren't into health, into food, aren't aware of it or at least yeah. how to use it well mm-hmm. it's becoming more popular because i feel like now. me and my sister fi- kind of fall into that like you, you never knew growing up how to use it like rice everyone knows yeah. how to use rice because you haven't grown up yeah we didn't have it so it's kind of like oh yeah that's quinoa what do you do with it so my sister makes a great fried rice i love fried rice one of my favorite foods i think it is your favorite food probably and she no, makes one and it's funny no, like I, I have got a better favorite food I don't know Chicken if you could yeah. yep. <laughs> I don't think you could ever like replace it but it is like equal I'd say mm, but there's sometimes it's a good substitute yeah but there's sometimes you just really want rice fried mm-hmm, rice yeah but other than that it is amazing and it is really good and what was the harvest one you guys had? That was oh, mm, it's a harvest green that blend was really good. from Trader oh, Joe's. Trader Joe's. It yeah. has couscous and quinoa. It's it's delicious. But we, I, we had them try it. Um, you add like a little chicken broth and then you cook it just that like really rice. Good. Yeah, and that is phenomenal. That was really good. It's really it was a tasty. Mix. Yeah, it was super like a tasty. Mix with like the different sizes and textures was good. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I gotta well, say, well, I talk about taste, texture, and temperature as no, being the three flavor factors. So. Correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't quinoa technically a seed? It is technically a seed. That's why it's and called it's a, a pseudo green. Yeah, because oh, okay. it's not so it's, technically a green. And it's a pro- it acts it's a high like protein. A green. Well, it is. Well. It is higher protein. It's got high. It's high in plant based protein. Yeah. Well, you okay. could do a whole question and answer one about like peanut. Is that it actually a nut? Because remember we were going it's through a this? legume. Mm-hmm. And fruit and vegetables like 
Bananas. What are bananas? You should know this. Oh my! What? Bananas, bananas are a fruit. They're a berry. Because they have seeds. <gasps> yes. And they grow from no. a tree. We were me. We must have been really bored right? on the ride home because we were looking up all these fruits <laughs> and things and like. Bananas are berries, technically. We did this, didn't we? Yeah, and like yeah. all the nuts that you call nuts, I think the only one that's They're actually fruits. a nut is I know cashews are walnut. A fruit. No, I think it was wait, almonds. walnuts are berries. Almonds. almonds, yeah, are because nuts. no, because one of those like some of them are pits or something. Darn it, I don't There's remember. There's like only one of the nuts. I can't remember. It's like actually. We'll look it up later. We'll let you know. And everything else is like a fruit or a, a seed. Yep. Which are like different, and bananas are berry. Just so everyone knows, Chris just learned something new. My, my work here is done. Bananas are <laughs> we out now. Yeah. Bananas are berries. Isn't that crazy? All right, did do I you have more on your list? Did I just change your life? Well, I mean, yeah, you, maybe, but I'm now I, I can't even concentrate. Okay, uh, let's talk about sourdough. What do we think about sourdough? Oh. I love sourdough. Eric would rather stab he, himself here. with a fork than no, eat no, no. sourdough. Well, I started off on the wrong foot because I like bread. Like, I mean, who doesn't? And yep. like, especially when you're a hungry kid at a restaurant, bread is a highlight because you're starving. <laughs> um, okay. Betty and Steve fed Eric. <laughs> he was always a well-fed child. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was not starving. But I'm, I'm was thinking more like at a very restaurant. Very hungry. I'm thinking at a restaurant. And they apparently, and, like, went, to, they apparently went to dinner late. No, no. It was, like, <laughs> it was like a hockey tournament or something. And, you know, yeah. you're, 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 you're starving and you're looking for that bread. We're just teasing you. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it was sourdough this particular time. And I'm like, Mom, bread That is a bad. shock. <laughs> so, I mean, ever since then, I've had a love-hate relationship with sourdough. Oh, my gosh. I'm in love with, like, fresh sourdough. Like, we have yes. a lot of really good, like, French and Italian bakeries in Rhode Island. And there's one in particular. And I actually just recently bought a sourdough. It was one of the best sourdoughs I've ever had in my life. Where? Seven Stars Bakery. <gasps> I love Seven Stars. It's so yes. Good. It is so well priced, and it's just it's heavenly. And with avo- for avocado toast, oh my gosh, yes. it's dreamy. It's been too long since I've made my own sourdough. And oh, yours yeah. was really good too. You and Sage made. I know it's just been a kind of a crazy year, and I haven't in a few months now. But it is such a fun process, so and it's so good, especially fresh baked. But I've got to try. No, it. We might need again. to do a, a video with this because I want to learn how to make it. Oh gosh, I'm not the expert on that. <laughs> I I mean we maybe we can video a, an expert on it. Okay, we can do that. Yeah. I had Ashley from Sunshine and Sage talk about her process of making sourdough, but it's it's not something you can really talk about in a podcast. I you have see. to kind of like you the video is definitely something you ha- you need a video component. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so I think that's what we've got for trends. We totally ditched the one through five reading, but you know what? That was a fun fun conversation. Um, We've got two more questions and they are related to cooking. Yep. Okay. So uh, do you like to cook? Yes. I'm definitely more of the baker in the family, not actually being a certified baker or pastry chef, but I do like to cook mainly Mediterranean, um, more specifically like Italian. That's what I like to cook. And you're good at it. Uh, I'm not huge into cooking. I mean, I, I if I were to pick something, I like grilling. Mm, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like it's kind of a guy thing Man anyway. Response. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't. I think you the like thing barbecue. I dislike about cooking, especially from my point of view, is like the organization. Like, especially if you have a full meal, I really don't like like having to juggle like what goes on when and 
Make sure you don't burn the first thing you put on. It can be stressful. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not... So I'm we just need to put Eric on the grill. I'm Eric definitely... on the grill. I'll be and happy we'll on the grill. We do the sides. Yeah. We'll get and everything I, else. Um, <laughs> I definitely... More of a baker. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. You guys. <laughs> the world, the podcast world, the Instagram world, the everyone in my world knows that Eric's cookies are my favorite cookies ever. He makes the most amazing macaroons. They're coconut macaroons. We we will we this the video is coming of Eric teaching me how to make macaroons. But here's the deal. He said to me before, you know, I can give you the recipe, but I do not want the recipe. I would love to learn how to make them just because like somewhere down the line I can pass it on. I like broke my both of my hands. (sighs) If he could never make them again, I would like the recipe. However, part of the appeal of them is that I only get them a few times a year, and he makes them and he brings them to me, and they're amazing. And also, they're amazing frozen. I have a few in my freezer still, and <laughs> they are just so good. And I look forward to them. And I don't want to. If I made them myself every week, it wouldn't be the same. So Eric is definitely the baker slash griller. Though I can't say it's the love in the you've cookies. ever drill, drilled drilled drilled. I don't think you've ever drilled me anything either. I don't think you've ever grilled me anything. Maybe at the clam bake, but um, maybe have you grilled tonight. anything for me. You want to man the grill tonight? Oh, it's on. Oh, I do have a short, short grilling story. Okay. Me and my sister, uh, oh, no. more recently, we were both <laughs> home probably from college, and we were hanging around the house, and we were like, oh, let's have some hot dogs. You know, it's like the easiest thing to cook. <laughs> and I don't know who went first. And I think it was I think it was me. I was like, oh, I'll cook the hot dogs and get talking. Sidetrack, burnt the crap out of them. <laughs> so Kelly came up. Same thing happened. She made fun of me for burning the first pair. She cooked them. To a crisp as well. <laughs> so my dad, who was just sleeping on the hammock, comes walking by and he's like, fine, I'll cook them for you guys. And then he cooked them and was fine. And that's how that day went. We both scorched the hot dogs. <laughs> took six tries. Sounds like a very successful day. It was awful. So oh, Steve no. just rocked up, yeah. sleeping on a hammock, and, and he's like, like you're fine, useless. Yeah, I'm exactly. going to make them. I love it. So uh, this summer, Eric will learn how to make hot dogs. On um, the grill. <laughs> what about the clam bake, if we have it? You should oh, yes. film some of that. That's unique. Oh, my gosh. So we're going to have to... Okay, we're, let's talk about the clam bake really quick, because anyone who doesn't, who isn't from New England has no idea what we're talking about. So in one of the traditional kind of New England... It's like the New England version yeah, of a barbecue. Yeah, it was, yeah, a it was like Native American. It originally, was originally yeah. Native American, and they would dig a huge pit, right, with coals. So you light a fire you in dig it. A bill, you dig a, a shallow pit, and you line it with rocks, softball size, baseball size, and then you fill all like the, the small holes with smaller rocks. And you build a fire over it, and you have the fire from, like, two to four hours Mm -hmm. to get those rocks nice and hot. You can speak about how to cook it, because it's basically steaming. It's basically steaming. It's a steaming method, yeah. So you you get your food, which is usually seafood. You could do other stuff. Usually it's corn. Potatoes. Potatoes, onions, and, you know, you have your lobster. You could do crab. And that's what creates the flavoring around it, too. Yeah, exactly. It adds a lot of flavor to the vegetables. So you put that in. Usually cover it with canvas, and then you throw seaweed on top. And throw another canvas over. Also and keep seasons it. it. And you yep. spray water on it the whole the whole time, keep it nice and and wet, and it makes a ton of uh, 
steam, and you're basically steaming your food, and it's I it's incredible. Have never tasted a lobster so good in my life. Oh my gosh, it's, it's so just good. So good. And Eric's family has been doing this. It was a tradition that your parents did it in when the they were 80s. building their house in the yeah. 80s. Yep, and a then thank you. Yeah. you know they they paused for several years because young children, and that's a it's a task to do all of it. And you guys do it right. Like you go and you get the seafood, and you'll even search for the seaweed and like everything. You build this pit. It's such. It's so cool. And uh, so and eventually the last couple of, well several years ago that's been has it been a decade now you were up there like seven i think i think your last count was seven, yeah right? okay so so seven years that's a long time and obviously last year it was uh very reduced because of covid um we just had a couple a few friends we didn't have the whole clam bake we had some food together um just a few of us obviously safe um but you know, up until then, you guys, you and your sister have brought it back for yeah. seven years. And it's just, it's like the highlight of the summer. It's so fun. And it's everybody's highlight. Like and that after is, the first, first year, it gets so much easier to have a larger party because it's, like, yeah. it's daunting the first year. But after that, especially when you have all the utensils you need, mm-hmm. it gets easier to, to, to throw together. It's just what we do. And everyone contributes to everyone brings sides and drinks and yeah, desserts. It's, it's a bit and, of potluck. Yep. We provide the the, uh, the main course and mm-hmm. everyone brings desserts and sides. So it makes a great hodgepodge. Definitely. Yeah. I love it. It's so much and fun. And it's cool. Time. Like the kids know about it. Like the kids. Yeah. It's something that they've grown up with. And it's, Sage it's so loves cool. Sage loves muscles. Yeah. I brought friends oh, to it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Sage loves muscles. Yeah. Yes. Sage was probably about two when... Um, <laughs> She came to the clam bake, and no one could believe that this tiny little two-year-old was going and grabbing, like, buckets of mussels. And she, she ate would, 30 of them. Yes. She would At open least. them up and dip them in butter, and oh just one after another. And I, you cannot get that kind of deal at a restaurant, that's for sure. <laughs> I know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So that's the clam bake. So do you like to cook? You like to host the most amazing clam bake I love every to host year. it. And, I mean, I've done most, most of the parts of... Uh, Doing the the uh, the fire pit, mm-hmm. so I guess that's considered cooking. I, so I would totally say it's considered kind of cooking. Really yeah. so cooking. Board, once you th- sure. once you throw it on there, you just let it steam for a few hours. <laughs> Prepping the the pit, the hard part's is done. Kind of a pain, but yep. So uh, the last question before our rapid fire: What is the best thing that I cook? Oh my god, I took so long to try to figure this one out because you gave us a couple of these beforehand, but. I was trying to think of the one thing and the number one thing that I've loved for years, but you don't really make anymore. Are these like bison burgers with the blue cheese or gorgonzola in the center? That's like one of the most favorite things of mine that you have ever made. Those bison burgers. And then I was thinking, well, she's not a baker. But my favorite dessert that you have oh, ever made is your coconut my cake. My coconut cake. It. It's so Because <laughs> I was good. thinking that, too. It's yeah. oh my gosh. one of the first things you made for me, and it yep. was amazing. And uh, it's just funny because you're more of a cook. And I am, me yeah. Me and Allie are it's, like, oh, your favorite my, thing? Like, signature it's the dessert. one thing you bake. <laughs> it is so good every time. It's so good. I love it. But yeah, those bison burgers and like your meatballs are really good too. But those mm. bison burgers was like oh, I don't think oh, I've had anything Earth. I didn't like that you cooked unless yeah. I didn't already dislike the meal <laughs> yeah. for whatever reason <laughs> or it, or something in the food. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I've had it, and like I mean, you've had I've had like burgers, but they're just like burgers, but better. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I appreciate that. I was wondering if I should answer this. Like, what is the best thing? What's I your favorite thing that you cook? Um, Thai food. 
Ooh, yeah. I love cooking Thai food. Yes. I love the flavors and like hands down. I love the flavors in Thai food. I love the juxtaposition between sweet and savory yes. in Thai food and um cold and hot and I just I freaking love Thai food. I would love to travel in Thailand and a green Thai curry, pad Ooh. Thai, even like a Thai salad, uh, summer rolls. I love it all. So Thai food's my favorite thing to cook. And I think Yum. I'm pretty good at it because I've studied it a lot and oh, I, yeah. I really enjoy it. So I think I think I make pretty darn good Thai food. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> uh, so rapid fire. Oh man. Um we already talked about if you like something to cook, but these are the these are the last three questions that I like to ask every guest. And so yep. you guys are still my guests, even though we've just been kind of hanging out here chatting for a couple hours at this point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the first question is, what is your favorite thing to cook? Chicken piccata. Mm. That's my favorite. It's so good. So good. With the side of pasta, of course. <laughs> so good. It's my favorite. How about you? Chicken piccata. Yeah, Hot dogs. Bar. <laughs> no, love hate with the those damn hot dogs. Chicken parm, I think, is up there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love grilled grilled food. It's very summery. Barbecue. I'm yeah. gonna make more barbecue sauce. Yes. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, like barbecue is always great, especially because it's so summery, especially after the winter, and you're like everybody's getting their grills out. Yeah. But other than that, I, I do love my chicken parm. Mm. Oh yeah. Okay, so that's your favorite thing to cook. What's your favorite thing to eat? Anything pasta. (laughs) Literally, I will say. Exactly. One of my favorite things that I tried while we were away. Carbs and cheese. Perfect. (laughs) Well, I guess the Italian version of that, which is called cacio e pepe, Mm. is like one of my all-time favorites. Yes. Alongside the chicken piccata, but the more specifically, or carbonara. Like, I love just those simple pasta Dishes with very simple ingredients, and it just speaks for itself. It's so good. Yeah. I love it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like this, oh, there's this, I gotta tell this one thing. We went to this one restaurant in New York, and they took out the huge wheel of Parmigiano-Reggiano, and they actually scooped the pasta in it and actually scooped up the extra Parmigiano-Reggiano <sighs> totally cheese with it. <laughs> it was phenomenal it was rich and savory but sweet it's so good i want to swim in a wheel of parmesan (laughs) that sounds amazing (laughs) (laughs) so good oh gosh okay eric favorite thing to eat chicken parm no wait grilled chicken no i'm wait it's not chicken parm wait hang on i mean favorite thing to eat barbecue chicken pizza no oh that's a good one though I mean, you're, you're, that's not fair. You're naming all M&Ms. these really great things. M&M's. M&M's. I'm going a little a burger, more culinary. A burger, no, a I'm going a little more culinary than chicken parm. You're going a little more... Co- oh, shrine braten. Yes. Shrine yeah. braten is my favorite meal. Again. Pork shoulder. It's roasted uh-huh. pork shoulder from so southern Germany, Austria. It is roasted pork shoulder, as we just said. And um, it, it's, it's, it's got the roast pork shoulder, but it's got like the skin attached. And it's kind of like... Turkey skin on Thanksgiving. Mm. It's crispy. And it's crispy. So you get the crispiness with the the meat of the shoulder, which is I don't know, pretty tender, at least in my book. Yeah. And it's got this gravy. Don't know how many I don't know how to make it. I mean, I've seen it. I made it. Allie made it, but I don't really yeah. remember what's in it off the top of my head. Yep. So it's got the gravy. It's really good. I think there's another side that comes with I can't remember, but it also comes with um potato um, dumpling, which are a little weird because they're 
Like they're a little more on the they're a little more on the gelatinous it's like a side. Soft, gnocchi. Yeah, and it's a little more gelatinous Not as side. Flavorful. It's a little mm-hmm. it's a little different. I won't say it's bad. It's different. But yeah. the you've bread dumpling, like chicken bland. and dumplings. It's kind of like chicken and it's dumplings without the like bland. Yeah. The bread dumpling is really good. Oh, it's like it's stuffing so good. in a ball. Yeah, it's mm. like and it's dense, really dense, and it's delicious though. It is delicious. That's probably Shred my favorite done. meal, and I think it gets bumped up above chicken parm because Whoa. you can't get it around here. That's a high yeah. parm. So. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> mm. it is delicious. Well, it's brick oven pizza for me. Whoa. Real brick oven pizza. Wait, like fig, fig, and balsamic. So my absolute favorite What's pizza favorite? in the whole world is the duck confit pizza from Pizza Libretto in confit. Confit, yeah, duck confit pizza. Which yes, I know that confit I've is never French. Had that. So it is this amazing duck confit, and I believe they there's fig and goat cheese on it in Whoa. and balsamic. And I could just be, I could just be adding things to this pizza <laughs> but uh that is that's how i imagine it but my favorite brick oven pizza is pizza libretto outside of italy um outside of napoli and uh, that's obviously ultimate but pizza libretto in toronto is incredible and i miss it like every single week i'm like i just can i just get on a plane can i just go get a pizza from pizza libretto i, I mean, mean i'm down <laughs> we'll just eat pizza for an entire week oh my gosh it's so good I don't so think the, the duck confit pizza, pizza was amazing um so we used to eat there quite a bit when i lived in toronto i do have two questions i think we could could be fun okay let's do it i think i mentioned before one was what's the weirdest thing you've eaten and also i thought of another question maybe either your favorite restaurant or favorite restaurant experience because i have one that came to mind that was like at the time it's nothing special but it always is just like interesting to me and it's no offense to other restaurant times i've had with any body or any or any specific food but it was one that stuck in my head for yeah a, a reason you really wouldn't think of okay so tell us so, first because now I we're mean, at the edge of our seat I mean, this is one i think i've told you before i went to eat at a restaurant in graz austria with my friend who's from austria and it was a spanish restaurant which personally oh, yes i don't think i've gone to many spanish restaurants or seen too many mm-hmm. i mean they're not unheard of but i think the thing that stuck with me was it was just different yeah was it was a a kebab Everything was on kebabs. kebabs. You'd order a kebab mm. of lamb, and it came out on a, on a stick. It feels very Middle Eastern to me. Yeah, yeah. I guess so, yeah. But it was a Spanish restaurant. Yeah, and every, almost and I like just, tapas. It was essentially that because, like, it literally, like. it was like the meats, and you you wouldn't order like meat and peppers on a stick. No, no, it was the meats, and you'd order like some vegetable ones, and like huh. it was all. It was just very different, and it was it was like in the basement. It was kind of like a Greek basement feels you know yeah. it was like white walls and it was like in a basement with all the dark wood furniture and i and like at the time it's nothing special but it just sticks with you which is fu- sometimes really funny like you go on like these nice restaurants really nice and it was good and it wasn't bad at all but it doesn't stick with you it's not like some other restaurants might yeah oh. and i've had other great rest- experiences in restaurants with other people in great times but that was just a i think it's weird because it was so unassuming yet mm-hmm. yeah. i remember it very well i uh, i thought that would be an interesting question i love yeah. that yeah now i'm trying to think of my i know i'm trying to i think, know my experience because you guys don't have experience. notes on this yeah. one well <laughs> for me i feel like one of the best ones that i've had which Eric will probably remember this because I freaking died when I had this pasta dish because it was so good. We It was 
So going to Italy for the first time, we stayed in Rome for five days and I like fell in love with the city like it has a piece of my heart. Like it always will. And we had this carbs and cheese. Yes, I love carbs and cheese. Pasta specifically. But we did this three episode course. title Carbs and Cheese. Carbs and Cheese. <laughs> Specific note. Um, but we did this three course meal at this gorgeous little tiny like trattoria, I think is how you technically pronounce it. Um in Rome and we had Was I had that the this one off really the alleyway good... that was kind of really tucked in? Yeah, well it was one of them. I feel like everything's kinda of tucked in in Rome. Well we did put but... Piazza Novona, that was kind of but that was a different one. But that was the one I think you're talking about. We walked down like a really narrow, and it was really different because it was so. Some of those roads can be really narrow. Yeah. And I think that was that one. Yeah. So it was just kind of like tucked in the back, and I had this really, really authentic feel to this. So yeah. I had this really delicious. It was like lemon. It had a lemon caper sauce, and it was um, lobster mm. and pasta. It was like one of the most amazing. delicious things I've ever eaten in my whole life and everyone was it like was, poached or i think so yeah but it was just it had like all the pieces in it like it was already disheveled and everything it was so good and everyone was just so nice and they were like this is what you want to have with this oh that's the best it was so good and it was like one of those meals that you're like i am so glad i ate this and i'm so glad we're here right now like it was like a meant to be here kind of oh, moment. it's perfect when they're all three to come together like yeah. you go to a great restaurant and you're like well I probably didn't pick the best thing. It's not my cup of tea. <laughs> and then sometimes you have a great meal and it's like, well, this this restaurant's nothing special. But yep. the meal is great. Yeah. 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 But then sometimes you hit it on the head and you're like, great. Which I guess maybe it goes to mind. It was just the atmosphere and it makes yeah. it a good meal that it makes it memorable. Exactly. That's what it's, makes a meal, I think, really, really special and really satisfying. Yeah. Well, I can I can absolutely name my favorite one of my favorite meals I've ever had in my entire life, and my friend Danielle will attest to this, okay? Because I, when when you first mentioned it, the first thing that comes to mind was we had this really incredible dinner for my 18th birthday at Nobu in New York City. And yep. that was absolutely one of my favorite dining experiences. It's a beautiful restaurant. It was an incredible experience. We had sea urchin. We had all of these really unique Japanese fusion foods. And I will never forget that. It was one of the most impressive high high. Um, High like class. High, high class, well, high dining experiences that I have experience. ever had. Yeah. That was incredible. But not to downplay that, honestly, one of the best meals I've ever had in my life was at a shack. I'm not even kidding you. This little beach shack in Italy. Sometimes we were the on. Best. It was yeah. the best. I had this shrimp pesto pasta. Oh, yeah. So yum. pasta, pesto e gam- gamberi. Can you say it? G- gamborini, I think. I, well, I think it would be like little shrimp then. Gambury. I have the worst Italian accent. But my friend Danielle and I were really hungry, and we were on this, like, little excursion. When I lived in Italy for the summer, it was um, a six-week study abroad program. We have these little um, outings where on the weekend we could go and see a a local town. And so we went about 30 minutes away to the ocean. Um, Ended up almost missing our bus. It was this whole big thing, but we were really hungry. So we stopped at this little shack and we ordered the shrimp pesto pasta. And I remember sitting there and us looking at each other. We're like in our bathing suits. And I actually have a picture of me sitting there like beaming. I tasted one bite of this pasta. And I'm like, that is the best shrimp I've ever tasted. That is the best pesto I've ever tasted. That's the best pasta I've ever tasted. And it maybe part of it was that we were really hungry and we were hot and yeah, we were on the beach all day. In. 
but it was to this day i've never had shrimp pesto pasta that incredible and it was everything about the experience it was so good and it'll always go down as one of my favorite dining experiences it is gambaretto gambaretto there you go (laughs) i feel like this could be a Maybe not a long episode, but I think it could be, be its own. Because I'm like thinking all of mine too. Like I had a really. I mean, good if one. you'd love to have us on again, yeah. we could do it. Yeah, because I had another one. I had a great one in Austria. Another had, um, uh, another three hours. Yeah. I had a I had oh a, 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 a a trout dish, which I'm not biggest. Oh, I'm not the biggest. Say. I'm not the biggest seafood eater. Yeah. And I remember I feeling adventurous, and I got uh, trout, which I I do like. Yeah. But uh, it's not a common thing for me to order, and it was really good, and that was a great restaurant experience too when we went to the gruner zee which is in is that technically austria yeah, yeah it's okay a, it's a Styria. really beautiful lake seasonal and you have lake. to seasonal lake and you have to kind of like hike to get there and there was this cute little it was essentially a shack restaurant and i got trout or forel for the first China. time with a herbed garlic butter sauce in it <sighs> let me tell you Butter Probably makes everything better. One of the best fish dishes I've ever had. And I'm we're from the Rhode Island. We're, we're oh, yeah. the Rhode Island. We're from the ocean state. Just and it was one of yeah. yeah, one of the best fish dishes I've ever had. Yeah. So good. Which kind of like makes you feel like coming full circle. You kind of really know need to know where you're going. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, I'm not very adventurous ordering, but like if you kind of know what's what's local and like what it is and what it means. Yeah, and I think you can have a better more. time being more adventurous. Like, I knew it was it was trout, and I knew basically how it was prepared, so I felt comfortable ordering it. Mm-hmm. Where if it was something unfamiliar, like I'm not very familiar with Indian and Thai, yeah. Yeah. I don't feel comfortable ordering things that I don't know what I it can entails. Order for you. Well, right, that I we always did. I've we always did felt better going. Yeah. Like even New York, that trip you mentioned, I felt more. I don't want to say confident, but I'd be like, "Hey, Chris, what is what on earth is this?" Yeah. And yeah. usually you'd cut to the chase and you could just tell me if I would, I'd like it or not. And yeah. you, you, you need to tell me what it was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love that. I love those additions to the questions. Oh, my gosh. All right. So our last one. Yeah. Weirdest thing you've eaten. Weirdest thing I've eaten. This is so I hard because I. I answer this one. I, I mean. Oh, okay. We're not going weird here, are we? So, I mean, I've I had like, weird. I've had I'm tripe have two in my- and I don't oh. love tripe. So that's, that's yeah, I, I've got two in cow mind. stomach. Well, I, I don't, I didn't yeah. love it. It's the lining. Yeah. Um, the lining of the stomach. I've had tripe. Um, I had, I mean, I've had a lot of different foods just from being in the culinary world, yeah, you know, like I've, I've eaten foie gras. It's yeah, tasty. That was, that was my, texture uh, is that like, was my list. Yeah, I had, had it on my birthday. Frog's legs. I've had. Um, escargot, which I do enjoy. I do enjoy escargot. I would try um, escargot, but I had a, I love calamari, but I had a grilled, um, help me out here, squid. I had mm-hmm. a grilled squid when we were in Greece. I yeah. just, I don't no. like it. <gasps> have, it was have you tried very, only in the Peruvian dish that we've ha- we had when we were younger. It has to be prepared friend. right. It has to be prepared right. I would right. love it's to try it. incredible when it's prepared right. Yeah. Yeah. I really want to try that. It was like leftovers when we had it. So I'd love to try it almost fresh. Yeah. Because meal-wise, mine was definitely foie gras. Because mm-hmm. it's something I always was aware of. And when I went to France, I'm like, oh, I'll try it. And I was not impressed. Yeah. It's it a is, very intense flavor. It is intense. And it is a really different. There's <laughs> probably really nothing really similar texture-wise. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. pasty, jelly. but it, it no, it's pasty, but jelly. No. Well, it depends on how you get it because it's well, not always jelly. I it, would it's, say it's yeah, it's more of a 
I would say it's when a you pate. Get, oftentimes, like, yeah, it's not when you really get like wasabi, pate, yeah, it's like the same consistency as wasabi. It looks like wasabi's a little grainier. Well, yeah, but it is. Yeah, it's, it's that weird like. It's a very. Weird I don't thing. think that's the weirdest texture. thing you've eaten though. I've had. I've had. I've had ants. And they tasted like sour apple warheads. What? Yes. Like just by themselves? Yeah. Yep. Like they were on the show oh, we watched. Oh, alive. We watched that show and they were eating them. Yeah. They taste really They I'm were really good. I'm going to take a hard pass on that one. Yeah, they're really good. I'd uh, rather not eat it. I did also have a dish that was There was at one time I made you eat ants as a kid. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't ants. It was a... Uh, it was definitely an ant. It was a grasshopper. No, it was a cricket. It was a grasshopper. I thought it was ants. I'm pretty it. sure it was a cricket. No. Nope. I was not the nicest sister. Um, flash forward to the sisters episode next season. So we'll, we'll get back to that in the future. <laughs> the weird things that Chris has made her sister eat. Um, that could go on. <laughs> okay. Do you have a weird thing you've eaten? Um, it was pretty much just that grasshopper or cricket, whatever that Kangaroo. was. Kangaroo. <laughs> Oh, see, I try kangaroo. I almost cried because I think they're really adorable. I could barely eat it. I ate the was it alligator or crocodile that was with it? I don't know. Was, was it with like it? alive? Because no. <laughs> it was cooked. It well, I Eric can explain this more, but some of the different types of kangaroos are overpopulated in Australia. They're so like they kill, eat right? them. Is it the red? No, or the gray? It's, it's just the gray ones. There's the gray a lot kangaroos. Of them they, they do so, call them because. Australia's it's, environment really can't handle that many. Mm-hmm. So it's one of their like main meat groups, I guess you could say. Yeah, so it's um, common for them. So we tried it actually when we were in Vienna, Austria. I couldn't do it. Yeah, I ate the al- I think it was the alligator that was with I, me. Yeah, I, I ate that little gamey, but I had that, but I couldn't do the kangaroo. I was like, they're too yeah, cute. I, I can't eat them. I was in um, Calgary. We did some different types of game. Like we ate. Yeah. We ate caribou. We ate bear, but it was like sausage. Oh. Um. Because that reminded me of, there was something else we ate. Elk. um, Moose? No? No, elk and caribou are very similar. Uh, Moose. It was moose. It was moose. It was like a moose sausage or something like that. (laughs) Well, no, I was trying to remember what it was. (laughs) And I I can't remember the specifics. All of it was, they were all just very unique in flavor. Very robust. And they were all prepared. This restaurant went to was incredible. And they were all prepared really, really well. And I don't think that... I don't know how I would have enjoyed them. Like, I've, I've tried venison before, and I enjoy it in different venison. preparations. Um, I don't think I can say I've ever had a venison steak, but I've had, like, venison stew, which I enjoy. But, like, the the gamier meats are a lot more intense. They, they, they're almost meatier, for lack of a better it, I had word. A, I had a meal in um, Australia that was, I think it was called the Hop, Skip, and the Jump. And that was, <laughs> they had, it was just like a taster. And they had um, the crocodile, which is a lot like chicken, but... Very gamey. I've heard that. I haven't tried crocodile. It, it is tough, but it, it's not bad. Camel, which was very mm. tough. It wasn't bad. The best, and kangaroo was good. And it also had emu, which emu was really good, too. I don't know if I've ever tried it, emu. It came out like steak, which surprised me. And it was really, that oh. was really good. And it was tender. Because the camel, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't very tender. Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess it could be the preparation, but I really don't know that for sure. That's so interesting. Oh my gosh. I'm trying to think of other things I might have eaten. I love to I love to adventure. So last question. Okay, we already kind of talked about this. Yep. Um, because we talked about what our definition of health of healthy is, but it is the Healthy Balanced Mama podcast. Sorry, I know True. you're not a mama and you're not a mama either. Um, but we're talking about balance here. So what does balance mean to you in this season? 
Hmm. Um, kind of going off of what I said earlier is just trying to, honestly, it's kind of maintaining a work and life balance, like trying to figure out what exactly makes you happy and what you want to do and like how to make sure that you're feeling your best at all times. Mm-hmm. Or Mo- most of the time. Mo- or most of the time, I should say, because everyone has their <laughs> I down moments. I need to moments. put words in your mouth. No, I'm that's like, okay. We're, we're going back to balance. You know, yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> but, like, trying to feel your best as often as you can. I love that. Mm-hmm. I just think it's, um, like, balancing everything and a little bit of everything. You know, mm-hmm. I was thinking more about the healthy eating and physical healthiness, not mental. Like I said before, I'm not downplaying mental. I'm just... Since the healthy mama, and you, I when I think Kristen, I associate cooking. So I was thinking all that <laughs> side and and exercise. Yeah. So I always think just everything in moderation. I mean, you can't kid yourself. You got to do some healthy eating. You got to do some yeah exercise. But as long as it's in your what works for you, what you have time for, mm-hmm. and what fits in your schedule, and what you can do and you can't do. Sometimes you don't have choices, you know, sometimes if you're on vacation, you don't have time to make a home-cooked meal or anything or and that's go okay. for a run. Yeah. yeah. And it's just balance, you know. That's what I think. And, like, you can't can't get upset if you can't f- meet all your goals every day. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Like if you can meet your, most of your goals or even if they're the small goals, most most days in the week, I think you're doing well. Yeah. How about you? So... You know, this is something that I I talk about often, but I think ultimately the point I'm at now is balance to me is not focusing too much on one area or one thing for too long. I talk about, I believe balance is holistic, right? So it's not, I used to have this definition of balance where it was like, you know, food on one side and fitness on the other. And if you just kind of like leveled that out, then you would be healthy. But I realize that it's so much more than that. Like it is our lives as a whole. And when we focus too much on one thing, whether it be food or fitness or, you know, work or whatever it is, when we focus only on that one thing, we miss out on these other things. And so sometimes there are seasons to focus more on our food because that's what's making us feel good or to focus more on work because we've got a big work project and like that's what we're working for or school or whatever it might be. And things might feel out of balance, but as long as we allow that to even out, I think it's about not focusing on one thing so that it takes over all of the other things in our life. It's about, you know, making space for all of the things that are important to us, I think ultimately that's kind of what balance means to me. And it's something that I've had to learn a lot of hard lessons about not letting something take over the other areas of my life that are really important. So same here. I think that's I think that's what balance means to me. So that's it, you guys. A short two and a half hours. Well, I'm sure Ooh. it'll be less once it's edited. <laughs> This was fantastic. I love, you know, I love chatting with you guys. So just having two and a half hours to chat with you guys with the kids occupied downstairs with a glass of wine and some cheese and crackers. Um, And thank you, Eric, for coming out in your injured state. (laughs) I hope we didn't, uh, you know, you know, hurt you too much turning back and forth. No, I'm good. But uh, I appreciate you guys so much. And uh, my sister is signaling to me now that my mom is hungry. Um, (laughs) Speaking of food. Let's put that on the podcast. Which means uh, it is about 
time for us to uh, to head out and uh, to go downstairs. And Eric's gonna fire up the grill, and uh, I'm gonna make a uh, grilled vegetable pasta salad. And we are all going to enjoy a meal together. So thank you guys yes. so much for being on. This was incredible. Thank I can't you. wait to share this yeah, season you. three finale. Um, we'll see. I would love to have you guys back, but Definitely. maybe we'll, totally we'll, we'll choose another topic and uh, we'll dig deeper in. So, all right, friends, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy Balanced Mama podcast. As always, I appreciate all of you so much listening. This is the finale of season three. Over the next four weeks, I will have some best of episodes where you can listen to some of our best, most well-loved guest episodes from season three. And we will be back in August for season four. So I hope you guys all have a incredible break. You take this time to uh, maybe catch up on some of the episodes you've missed of the Healthy Balance Mama podcast or just enjoy spending more time with your family during the time where you uh, might have listened to the podcast in the past or, you know, just listen to this episode because it's like three episodes worth of material. Thank you so much if you have listened to this point. We appreciate you and have a beautiful few weeks before I come back again. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy Balance Mama podcast. If you loved it, would you take a screenshot and share it with a friend over on Instagram and tag me in it? It helps me so much to know what you love and are taking away from each episode. If you really loved it, would you hop over to iTunes and give me a star rating and review? Every rating and review helps this podcast be seen and heard by more women who need to hear the message of balance and wellness without deprivation. It's the best free gift you could give me. And as a reminder, the information and opinions on this podcast are meant for education and inspiration only and are not to be taken as medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please consult with a trusted practitioner before making any changes. Have a beautiful day, friend, and I'll see you in the next episode. I have my liquid courage ready. You're going to be fine. You know what's going to be really interesting is if they can tell the difference between your voice and my voice, because our voices are very similar. Do you agree, Eric? Do you think our voices are similar? Fifth. Oh. I don't know. Do you think that's interrogating? I think it's no, just, just a kidding. fact. Like, say, brown fox. Brown fox. Yeah, we literally sound exactly the same. <laughs> okay. Well, our, no, our laughs higher. are different, though. You're a little higher. Yeah. A little I higher. am? A little bit. Oh. Well, like, when you tell me, oh, our voice is the same, and you say fox both at the same time, I'd say yours is a little higher. Yours is okay. a little higher. Fox on the count of three. One, two, three. Fox. fox. Also, it kind of sounds like we're not saying fox. <laughs> and you're both yelling it now. <laughs> fox, fox, fox. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. <clears throat> not a competition, guys. <laughs> I can say fox more sterner than you. What did the fox say? Be- ding, ding, ding. Oh <laughs> yes. I'm gonna put all this at the end of Wait, the podcast. Isn't that Rebecca Black? No. Oh. Who's Rebecca no. Black? She did Friday. Um Friday, Friday, gotta God get down awful. on Friday. Oh the what did the fox say is like this they were this, like okay. like Norwegian band or yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah. In my defense, I learned about them both like on the same day. So oh, okay. they're like five years apart or more. Since when am I the one that you'd be like, he knows everything uh, up to date with music? Pop culture. Yeah, Yeah, you and I. I have no, yeah, I have no idea.
I'm not. If you need me to go on a cruise for trivia, I'm the go. For pop culture. Pop culture. I want him on my team for history, anything. Yes. Geography. Yes. And I can do anything. Like I'm I'm good with like the medical side of things with you know, obviously nutrition. So we could pick a good team. Uh-huh. We could do uh-huh. the three of us. Yeah. We could win some money on a cruise. Is that something they do really on cruises? I've never been on a cruise. Pop culture. Yep. So it's funny. Me, she's us good three, for sports and though. Sports us, yeah, culture. Yeah, she's, she's really good. She'd be good too. for sports culture. I'd be good for pop culture. But yeah, that would be kind of dope. Cruise it is. Have you ever been on a cruise? Yeah, we went on one. But you guys together. went together? Yeah, 2018. No, we went separately at the same time. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> well, I mean, if you had separate tickets, then, like, technically, you went separately, but That's together. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I still have not gone on a cruise. And I'm not sure. I mean, I feel like I'm going to get some sort of, like, weird virus. And I'm not <laughs> as if we don't know anything about weird viruses. <laughs> no, you would really like it. And the food, when you go and sit down at dinner, the food is, like, Phenomenal. Well, even it's like, so good. Even yeah, just not good to cook for myself at all for like a week. S- a week sounds pretty even amazing. Just like, as much so as I good. Even just like uh, the 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 food line. I mean, I love hotel scrambled eggs. I don't know why. They're probably the worst <laughs> thing ever, but I love them. Yeah, um, I can tell you yeah. how they're made, and you don't want to know. Yeah, but they taste amazing. <laughs> yeah, they're so I mean, good. like their their regular crap food still tastes great. It's not like you're suffering it down. No. I mean. It's probably because somebody else made it for you, too. True. You're like, I'm on a cruise, and you're also, like, constantly buzzed because if you got the, <laughs> you got the good package. Oh, you're... that's the number one thing. You need to get the alcohol package. Last time we didn't, we regretted it. Oh, yeah. Regretted so it. Expensive. we got to do it. Next. Well, the other thing. It's yeah, 150 but... but then it's, like, sometimes it's $14 per year mixed cocktail. Oh, By the end of the, that's like the cruise, it's, like, $300, and you could have just spent 150 Well, that's the thing, because, like, you got to make sure, you gotta make you sure that you go... To a, the, the, the piano bar, like, yep. like if you oh, were sick, so that would be the worst because then you wouldn't want to drink at all. Like, it's something like three or four drinks in a day you'd have to do. Yep. And me and her were like, well, you hear a lot of the people like, oh, I just go sit by the pool all day. I'm like, I am not doing that. Yeah, no. We if want I'm to sitting places. by anything and just drinking, it's going to be on a beach or. Yeah. I mean, I guess when you're not in port and you are traveling, yeah. Yeah. And you can just sit by the pool and hang out. Because we were somewhere every day. Exactly. So that was part. Like, if you had a day, if there was a day that we, what do they call them? Um, like sea at days sea, at sea, sea days, yeah. Days then it would sea. then that would make that tip the scale because then you could probably have like eight in the day. And <laughs> yeah, because you're just could, hanging out. By you the could take it easy on the other days. <laughs> easy, three day, three drinks a day. So yeah. I think we just planned another trip. So how many trips do we have planned? I mean, obviously we're going to New Hampshire, but uh, so now we're we're going to go to Austria, Germany. We're going to do that whole tour in a few years. Uh, yep. Currently, we're going on a cruise, and we're racking <laughs> up these trips. I'm excited. I'm here for it. Isn't Allie this and I need to go like to Greece. Four? Yes. Is that? Oh. Three and four oh are like... Did you memorize the questions, Eric? Who needs notes? OMG. Well, kind of, sort of, though. I well, mean... Well, personally, it is three and four, four are kind of like together, to, in my mind, like, oh, what's a good double date? One of them things I was like, well, I like just going out to eat. Yeah. It's, it's I mean, yeah, well, it's cliche, but it's easy. We'll and get it's, there. But I'm like, but a trip, I think, would, which leads oh very nicely into question four, five. We haven't even gotten to question one. I know. So <laughs> can we do one first instead of let's kind of? All right, let's let's do that. I mean, we get along. We get along. Do you guys get along? Yeah. Do we get along? <laughs> I mean, now. Me. Now. Yeah. That should be a question. That's going to be the sister episode. Yeah. There will be a sister episode yep. where we we talk about our our story. Our story. We've, I mean, we've got a story. We yes. have several and by stories. And you'll either hate each other, or love each other. <laughs> of the story. 
Yes, of the podcast. I mean, I'm assuming that we will love each other more because we will have had quite a bit of wine. So That's true. 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 But both of us are happy wine drinkers. So. Yes. All right, let's do this then. Let's get started. 